finished recording like a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time since we recorded. So, um, yeah, it's all good. Oh, interesting. So used to the dragon's milk. Did you, did you bring dragon's milk? No, I thought you were. Oh. I told you I couldn't. Oh, you I, didn't get the text. I saw the text, but like it was really like twenty minutes. I saw it twenty minutes later, so I'm like, all right, he must have gotten the shit because I've been. I don't know why you think I'd be on time for something. Yeah. All it's right. Yeah, yeah, always. What's good, podcast? We wish your friend in the neighborhood, Mulatto, Remy Mulatto, and this is the Mulatto Perspective. And today, it's just me and him doing Old a podcast. School. Old school. Uh, what we used to call it after this podcast, I think that was this the podcast. original name. Them episodes are still up on SoundCloud if people want to go listen to them. I didn't post them on uh, Spotify yet because this thing isn't big yet. Nobody wants to go back and hear that. Yeah, no, we gotta, we gotta <laughs> wait. We gotta wait until people like, oh, I want to hear their old shit. Yeah. We don't got enough new shit to do for our old shit. <laughs> so, Ed, how's, how's things? I guess I can get the reason why you know we're doing this podcast at 6.30 instead of... Mm. Four o'clock, like I intended. Mm, cause of cause of CPT? Huh? No, no. <laughs> I mean, because of CPT, it had been four thirty. So I intended to be here at four, but we got here at four thirty, and then we've been done by now. Nah, uh, somebody threw up in my car last night. I'm driving Uber, and it wasn't me. And it wasn't you this time. <laughs> Yo, every time someone has thrown up in my car, it's literally been the exact same situation. It's been two people in the car. And I'm talking and having a good Uber ride with one person. And when the other person's just quiet, and then it's just <laughs> too, quiet. Quiet. too quiet. Basically, I should, I should realize that. Well, no, because there's been a few times where like the other person was quiet, and they were like borderline, and then they made it. But yeah, usually like that other person's just quiet, and then it's just... And last night was, it was insane. Like I, I picked up this, uh, it was two, it was uh, two kids. So basically, I get in the car, or they get in the car, and the girl, it's like a guy and a girl, and the girl goes, what are you, from New York? Lily, as soon as she opens the door, like, so, like, she saw my car and me, what are you, from New York? I'm like, I'm oh. from Jersey. I knew it. I'm thinking, what the fuck took you off that I was from Jersey? <laughs> like, I didn't even say anything. Like, I just literally yeah. pulled up. And then she's like, oh, yeah, I'm from New York. Uh, what brought you down here? I'm like, it's cool. She's like, oh, okay. Uh, let me guess, you're like 22. I'm like, not even close. That's hilarious. She's yeah. like, oh, how old are you? I'm like, 37. Ew. What do you mean? Ew. Well, how old was she? She was how 22. Old? Obviously. Yeah. So I, I realized. So it, it, that makes me laugh that a 22-year-old doesn't know what other 22-year-olds looks like. So just like, you must be <laughs> you 22. Must be 22, yeah. <laughs> no, I realized, I had said this to somebody earlier, I think she was attracted to me. She was like, okay, my Uber driver's cute. What? You're 37. Ugh, no. Oh, man. That's, the only, that's the only explanation for the ill response. Like, what do you mean ill? Like... Yeah. So we're, we're just talking about, I don't even remember what we're talking about. And then her friend's sitting there. Uh, did he just? I'm like, yeah, he threw up. I'm like, oh, shit. Did he, he threw up on the car on himself. I'm like, oh, I think I got it on myself. And he's responsive. I'm like, all right, um, uh, all right, cool. He's like, oh, I just need to get it out. So like, I pull over inside the road and I open the door to let him out. And But I, I realized he got a little bit on the car. And I'm like, oh, shit. But while like he's like trying to clean himself off, a cop pulls up. This is 2021. Black man driving a nice car. My first thought is, I'm about to get shot. Right. <laughs> so, like, I grabbed my wallet, which is probably a dumb thing to do to reach back into the car. 
gotta be careful. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so like, I grab my wallet and I'm like, I'm standing there, and the, the uh, she's like now getting into the front seat. He moved over to the other side of the car because his side had the puke on it. And I'm like, oh, this is this is a hard way to end the night. And the cop is like, oh, what's going on? I'm like, oh, I'm the Uber driver. The dude just threw up, and uh, he was trying to get it out the car, but we failed. And the cop was like, oh, okay. Uh, do you guys need help? You need the ambulance? I'm like, no, we're good. He's like, all right, just get outside the road. I'm like, all right, cool. Which is another good cop story. As a black man, you know, most people don't have more than one. I have like four now. So, but yeah, we got, but the entire time afterwards, she's like, oh man, I hope it won't be too expensive. And I'm like, oh, you're gonna get hit. <laughs> this shit gonna hit too hard. She's like, oh yeah, you know, I could, I could cash up you like 30, 40 bucks. <laughs> oh, like, it's gonna be more than that. That's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> but. Actually, it only cost me like 50 bucks. Like they were, he actually did a decent job keeping it on himself. So it wasn't like all over the car. Like when somebody threw up, I'm staring at Jeremy for everybody who can't see this. I'm Listen, this is, uh, I am not an experienced thrower upper <laughs> in the backseat of cars. Thrower that's not, upper. That's not lit. Like I just don't live the lifestyle of growing up in the backseat of cars. Neither do I. Yours might be the only or first car that I, I think I've thrown up in the back of. I don't remember ever throwing up in the car, really, except that time. So, you know, first time for everything. Nah, I mean, I still haven't thrown <laughs> I up did, back I didn't know car. the protocol. <laughs> I mean, but again, that's because you were like, you know, you were drinking out of your weight class. <laughs> well, that that and I wasn't being careful. I was I was entirely like too just geeked. Yeah. I was having such a good time. It, it was a great night. It was so like I, I think about that weekend. Like we had that, so much fun. Was that the same? Was, was that the same night we went to Gin Joint? No, that okay. was the night before. Okay. I, I was like, we had so much fun that night that yeah. the following night it was like we were tanked. Yeah. Because I was like, because I got to Uber the following night. I was like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna go hard. But then it was like. I don't want to go hard. Like I got home that night, like I woke up with a hangover. I had to get the car clean. So it's like, you guys want to do shots? Someone says shot. I'm punching him in the throat. <laughs> right, let's just do one because it's my birthday. But we ain't we ain't going crazy with this. And it was yeah. like, because we just, I think we did at least like four. It's like I showed up. Yeah, it was like it was like three shots at every place. Yeah, basically. And you can't drink like that. For y'all, don't. Know I don't. That. That weekend is such a blur now. Because <laughs> I remember all the places we went to, but I don't remember what days we went to those places. I know we went to the gin joint. Um, I, I know at one point I, I spent a, a day at the uh, 7th and Grove. That was, that was, that was Friday. 7th Grove. Okay, so that was like the first day. That was first day. Gin joint was Saturday? Yeah. So what the, we, we partied on Sunday too? No, I didn't party with you on Sunday. When did I throw up in your car? Saturday That was night? Friday. That was Friday. I threw up Friday night? Yeah, you threw up, you, you threw up night one. <sighs> Shit. Yeah, like it wasn't even an accumulation. It was just like, all right, I'm gonna, yeah, not. all right, let's okay. keep going. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> well yeah, and I, I feel like that's that's fair. Yeah, no, if you no. throw up the first night and then you don't. If you throw up two nights in a row, oh yeah, if you throw up two nights. What's in wrong row, with you? Need to retire your drinking cup. Just yeah. put that shit in the in, in the in the Raptors, but wild. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't. I don't remember drinking any water that night. You probably didn't. I just don't remember doing that. I don't remember <laughs> thinking to do that. And that's usually how I survive nights like that. Nights where I know I'm going to end up drinking a lot more than I feel like I can usually handle, I'll, I'll throw a lot of water in the mix. I don't know why you didn't do fun. that that night. I know why. Because you, you were probably like me thinking that we were going to go so hard on Saturday. And I, I, yeah, I don't think I thought it was going to be as, as bad. I didn't either. Because, I mean, I, I, I drove irresponsibly. I was like, you know, I, I met you guys there. We did the shots and I drove home. It's like this is a stupid ass. Because it wasn't supposed to be that. I was literally just stopping by to say hi. Like, cause, you know, Brendan had just got here. I was like, hey, let me just stop by, say what's up. You know, wait I haven't a minute. been on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Didn't we go to Ebor? Yeah, that was yeah. 
But you so guys, you, so you was talking about to say hi, and we ended up in Ebor. No, no, you guys were already in Ebor, uh-huh. and I stopped by to say hi at, after at, you were uh, there. At, um, uh, the brass tap, right? Yeah, well, no, because you were originally at uh, Gaspers, and I was trying to meet you there. Okay. But by the time I parked the car, you had left. And then we ended up at brass tap. Ended up at brass tap. I'm like, all right, well, I'm because yeah, I, think I like Gaspers. So I'm like, all right, let me go to Gaspers. You know, say what's up, and then you know. And then from brass tap, to we went to Boneyard. Boneyard. And then Boneyard is from Boneyard home. Yeah. Wow. I only I only survived two places. Well, no, you have you you were drinking before that though. That's when you went to Seventh and Grove. I must have drinking at Seventh. I mean, I made it. I guess I probably had a beer. Sure, you drank at Seventh and Grove. I, had a beer. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't keep track of drinking. Nice yeah. No. Nah, like, yeah. I'm too old to be keeping. Remember when you used to do that shit back in the day? Like, oh, last night I had. Two beers, I had this drink, I had that drink. Yeah, no, no, no wonder I messed up. Now you just kind of wake up. Yeah, I just drank too much. You know, what I always remember from from those nights is always from the worst nights. I'm like, yo, what did I drink to end up that fucked up? Then I'll catalog it. And I remember one time I did two shots back to back, one in each hand. It was something <laughs> different in, in each hand. One was, you ever drink Bombay Sapphire? I think that's no. that gin. I think it's fucking, it's something horrible. Bombay Sapphire, and I, I did that as the second shot, I think, behind tequila. So I hit a tequila, and then I hit Bombay Sapphire. Yeah, you chasing shots with shots. Like, Bruh, yeah. the, I mean, the feeling that I felt, like, you, you, I was, in that moment, I was literally, and that's when he knew he fucked up. <laughs> like, that's what I felt. You know when I had that moment? In uh, Panama, when yeah. I did the flaming shot. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I like now I remember that too. Oh like, man, and that video is just somewhere, but yeah, you know where I can find it. It might be on my. Uh, it's on my phone. Yeah. I gotta check. But yeah, that, like Lily, because when I saw you, time really did stop. Yeah. And it was like, and at this moment, Ed realized he fucked up. I'm yeah. like, I'll be right back. When, when I saw that, that made me glad that she was giving you shots and not me. Because if I had drank that shot, nigga, I would have died on the spot. You'd have threw up on the spot. I'd have been, been like, over for me. Really that, like, like, right there. It's it funny because, like, I was talking to somebody, a, a previous Uber passenger last night about, like, just throwing up. I usually have, and I wish, I'm not going to wood, I usually have decent vomit control where it's like, I can always make it to a bathroom. Like, remember the one time we went out downtown St. Pete? Yeah. And I just like went to the bathroom, threw up. I came back and sat down. I was like, yeah, I just threw up. You're like, what wins? I was like, yeah, in the bathroom. Like I usually. I remember that, and that yeah. and that threw me because yeah, you've never like I've, you've never seen me throw up. That was so that was like I remember that was the night worst behavior came on. Yeah, that was a fun night, <laughs> and you threw up in the bathroom. Yeah, and, ran <laughs> and I was like, like whoa, it's a good night. Yeah, I was just, uh, everybody having a good night here. Push it. I threw up. got drunk. I had my I danced to my song. I did that um last week when we went to uh, the, the uh, cigar bar. I was that, sitting that, there. That's the one I got questions about because you told me you threw up twice, and yeah. I, I left before I even saw you drunk. So I don't know what happened after I left. Oh, uh, well, it wasn't even so much. I, I had like the, um... Y'all had to be doing shots. No, You no. threw up twice? It was, it was cigars. Oh, the cigars. Cigars. Okay, yeah, cigars and liquor don't mix. Like, usually when I smoke cigars, I have beer. It's like when I'm playing golf, I'll smoke a cigar, yeah. drink some beer, play some, you know, golf, and just call it a day. But... So you, did you smoke? How much did you smoke? Um, I smoked... And you were inhaling. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I smoked at least more than half. I can't remember how much, but I wasn't I wasn't keeping track, but So the first times where I smoked a cigar, I didn't know how to inhale, so I wasn't inhaling. So I was like, alright, and I and I would get through half halfway through it and I'd be like, I don't even like this. Why would I finish? Yeah. And I got half finished cigars all over my condo. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I went that night, 
um, I think Jay was smoking a cigar and they were saying, yeah, just don't inhale. Like, it's not really, there's no re really reason for it or whatever. And I was like, okay. Well, I, I, like, I wasn't, I wasn't, I don't, I don't, like, I don't even like the taste of it no way. I like weed now. Right. That's like, I wasn't always inhaling. Just every so often I would just inhale. It, it, it was like, enough. <laughs> it was enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it fucked your stomach up. Well, no, it's, yeah. Like, cigars and liquor just don't make, but it's funny because I was just sitting there and I was talking to Marcus and then I'm like, I can just feel it. I'm like. Like, oh, nah, bro, nah, I'm like, I trust me, just, uh, I'll just do this, and I'll be right back. And my problem was, like, I knew once I threw up, I was just fine, but yeah. if you throw up in a place, they're gonna kick you out. Because right. they think you're, like, you know, fast. So I had to wait for the bathroom to be empty, went they in there. They think you're bad. Well, yeah, <laughs> They think you're a so so societal problem right now. <laughs> well, no, they, they, think <laughs> you're, they think you're so drunk that you can't, like, function. No, you've just become uh, the police's problem, or somebody <laughs> else. Anybody yeah. but us, because, yeah, don't throw up in yeah, so like I, I went, I threw up, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, okay, I'm good. I drank some water. I actually finished my drink, and then like we're sitting there talking. It's like you know, plans to go to the, another spot, and I'm like, all right, no, I'm not gonna do this. At this point in time, I thought I was sober. It's like, yeah, oh, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, you know, go home for a little bit, then drive Uber, and I, I you know, so like, I get in the car, and I'm sitting in my car, and I'm like, I think I got throw up again, and. I work around the corner from the place, so I, I don't want to walk all the way back to yeah. the uh, restaurant just to throw up. I'm like, all right, so I literally, I drove to my job, went to the bathroom, threw up, all right. Then I went home for like 50 minutes, and I just, actually, maybe like an hour, drank some water, took a little nap, and then I drove over again. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, it, it was cigars. Like, I, I usually don't smoke cigars. I don't, like, it's not that I don't like cigars, it's just- I don't like them. I don't see the point. Like, yeah. like, 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 I like, what I like about a cigar, the only thing I like about cigar, is videoing myself smoking a cigar. Yep. <laughs> I like the way that looks. Like I take a hit and then the smoke just kind of yeah. floats. Yeah. Like I like that look. But that's it. That's as it. soon as I get that, I'm gonna put this cigar. You, you want your cigar back? <laughs> like I don't need this no more. Yeah. No, I, I don't hate smoking cigars, but I don't like it. So it's never anybody. Anybody wants to a cigar? I'm good. Yeah. But like you know, when I'm playing golf or I'm at like a place like that, that's what it was. Like, I think. There were like three people smoking cigars around me. It's like, well, shit, now I kind of want to smoke one. Like, you know, the free pressure kind of kicked in. Like, yeah. All right. And then, like, I was. It's, it seems cool when you're in that environment. That's what happened to me when Jay was smoking cigars. Yeah. I was thinking, oh, I might smoke one of these, and I knew I, I wasn't going to smoke the whole thing. So I was like, I'm going to just waste your cigar. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I smoked about, like, I, I smoked enough of it that I didn't feel like I wasted the money. Had you been there before? No. That place? That was the second time I went there. That place is expensive as shit. We need to find cheaper friends. No, we don't. <laughs> this is the lifestyle we live, baby. This is where we at. You sleeping standing up, kitty? <laughs> you woke him up. <laughs> Motherfucker was asleep. All right. Yeah. No, I, I can't. Yeah. I can't live this lifestyle, man. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, you got you, you just gotta put money in different places. Basically. You know, I, I was. Uh, I've been looking at my money today, um, because I got a bunch of debt and. Uh, I have money in so many different places. I think I think I might be a drug dealer, just not actually selling drugs. Like my money is just I, I got investments, got money in the safe, got money in Cash App, got money in PayPal. Just just have money in different places. I got cash in my wallet. I got a bank account. Got another bank account. Got another bank account. So you just kind of have hey, your you money in different places. Sound like a drug dealer. <laughs> You just have money in different places, and then eventually you're gonna forget you got money all over the place, and you come back and be like, oh, there's money over there. I'm straight, you know? <laughs> you know, that's that's how people survive. They just put money in places, uh, hide it from themselves. Cause you know, cause if I if I know where it is, I'm gonna spend it. That's that's 2020 was all about spending. Yeah. I was spending my ass off and I couldn't wait to spend money. 
so see which is which is hilarious to me because like 2020 was literally the year where you couldn't really do shit so like 2020 was the year i kind of stopped spending because like i just i stopped doing but that's the thing like usually like i think most of my fluiflous i don't know that ain't the right word who (laughs) flow fluiflous Yo, we Yo, I don't even that. know what you're trying to say. <laughs> Frivolous. Normally, Frivolous. okay, whoa, whoa, <laughs> fuck with that whoa. Hold Normally, on. I have an idea with like that's one of those times where you would say it, and I'd be like, eh, eh, yeah, eh. You mean uh, what did you say? Frivolous? Yeah. And then you'd be like, you know what I'm saying? But no, there's no way I know what you said. I have fluid fluids, is what you say. <laughs> I'm trying to but look yeah. this shit up. I didn't even spell it because it ain't the real word. Frivolous. <laughs> Frivolous. Frivolous spending. Yeah, but most of my. Most of mine is like spent on travel yeah. and shit associated with travel. Yeah. So when I ain't going nowhere, like I, well that's the thing, like I guess I spend enough stupid money that like I've already budgeted that. Yeah. So like the shit that I buy, you know, the drinking, going out, all the other stuff, like that's in the budget. So like I didn't really buy too much big shit last year. I'd say going out and stuff like that is usually handled. I'll fuck around and like decide to buy a whole studio. <laughs> like I'll be like, let me just buy all of this equipment so I can do my podcast. Or let me just, you know what I'm saying, some shit for the for the house or something like that, a vacuum. Yeah. I just buy some extra shit that I feel like I kind of need, but I don't necessarily need, and I could probably let it go. But I'm like, I got it. It'd be all right. <laughs> and then that's how you end up with, you know, with, with the type of debt that I got that I'm trying to work on this year. Yeah. No, I I was actually good. Like. Wh- I made it. I made it. Some stupid purchases. Actually, no. Why am I bullshit? I got the uh, PS5, and it was only for the grace of Amazon that I don't have an Xbox, uh, the new Xbox, mm-hmm. on like money I didn't have. That yeah. like I'm not in further debt. Yeah. And it's funny because I have a PS5, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really need this shit. Like, there's nothing I play in that system that I couldn't play on a PS4. Except, except Cyberpunk, right? What well, I mean, that's because Crash Cyberpunk on. is not playable yeah. on the PS4. <laughs> right. I haven't even played that yet, though. Like, because it's not even, it's like, you know, the PS4 version yeah. update, you know, updated, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's still buggy from what I hear. So I haven't even, like, loaded that up yet. Yeah. I, I got into the habit of moving slowly in the next gen back when PS3 came out, I think. See, um, it's funny because that's when I got in the habit of buying right away. Because usually. Even, even Xbox 360, actually. I don't remember when I got one. I, it was around the PS3 where I started like getting shit as soon as I can. More so because usually, it the way it's always worked, the way it has worked out since like for the PS3, four, five Xbox is that I just happen to have the money when the systems were coming out. So that's that's why I got the PS4 and the P and the uh, the Xbox One because when they came out, I was me and my mother had to move in together to save some money. And, you know, I was stupid, so the money I was saving, like, oh, I can get me a PS4. Yeah. And I'm not going to, you know. I, I remember exactly when the PS3 came out, I did that with student home money, which is even dumber. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was like, and I remember I remember the exact thought when I bought the PS3. It's like, oh, you know what? When Metal Gear comes out, I might not be able to afford this, so let me get it now. <laughs> <laughs> and it was more or less the same thing for you're, the PS4 and the Xbox. You're out to life. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. I have the money for it now. I'm definitely going to want to buy them, so let me just buy them now and, you know. When shit comes out that I want to play, I'll just do it. Whereas like now it's like it's the same logic, but like I don't. I, I think I, I just make enough money that when I actually want to play it, I think I could afford it within a reasonable amount of time. Like if I decide, like if the Xbox Series, whatever it's called, is available from here on out, and I decide I want it, I can get it within like 30 to 40 days of like you know managing my money. Whereas back then, 
nah, man, like, you know, spending $500, I, was, I had to go out and rob somebody. Not that I ever did that, because, you know, robbing people is bad. You, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I'm even get one of these systems. Because... You're not even a gamer anymore. Exactly. I have the last Xbox and the last PlayStation. See, I don't even know what the fuck they call it. I have, <laughs> No, I know what they call them. But I have both of those systems, Xbox One and PS4. I have them, but I don't... They're not hooked up right now. I don't do anything on them. So, like, if I'm not even playing previous generation... Why would I even buy the next generation? Yeah, uh, really. Like, is this is this where my my gamer self dies in twenty twenty one? Probably. But see, again, uh, like, well, a PC doesn't help though. I mean, part of it too is I sort of became a PC gamer amidst a lot of the that that time, and then I was mostly playing PC once I realized I could take my game everywhere. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> you get so used to just just putting the computer on your lap and just bam, you got a controller. You, you, yeah. You work, anywhere you. you so that's the thing, because you you bought <clears throat> the high powered PC. Do that, so like you have a PC powerful enough to play most games. Like, yeah. I still don't have that, so it's like I. Plus, I don't, I don't want that just because like, like you buy a PC in 2020 that's powerful. By 2022, the shit's old and for sure. Like the game that came out, you can't play it anymore. But, like usually, if you buy an Xbox, you'll be able to play everything that comes on it until they come out with a new one. It's like at that point in time, it's still like all right, this is the next yeah, Xbox. But you, you, you get a much longer cycle for yeah, the most part yeah. out of that from a gaming standpoint. I mean, a PC. PC is really, uh, an old PC is like five years old, like old as fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I remember having uh, our, our gaming laptop or whatever laptop we had from Full Sail. And at, at five years, that motherfucker was chugging. It was like, oh, you sure you still want to, <laughs> <laughs> like, you sure you still need me? You ain't ready to upgrade yet? Yeah. No, I, I remember trying to use that shit at five years. Like, I, 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 need, I just need you to open Word. Do I still I, have mine? I still have that thing. So it's, it's a laptop from... Uh, it was an HP laptop from 2005, and I still have it today, so that's 15 years later. It doesn't turn on. <laughs> it, it hasn't turned on in like two years, and I know ways to sort of maybe make it turn on, but it hasn't worked. But I was able to turn it on two years ago, and I was like, whoa! I don't <laughs> like, know if I, I still have mine. Oh, yeah. my, my, mine stopped being a laptop about like five years in, it, because like, I had no battery like whatsoever. And if I sneeze or breathe on like the uh, connect, where, you know, the, the power cord connected to the laptop, it would just shut off. Yeah. So like I literally just put it in one spot and I just wouldn't move it at all. Cause it's like, I'd like, you know, just tap the table. Oh, shit. Yeah, that, the fucking power cord on that computer was so was garbage. So shit, yeah. And, and, and the battery. Mm -hmm. Like the battery, our batteries die within like what, the first year? And yeah. we had two years of school. Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, yeah I definitely think I have mine quick. replaced. I think, well, actually, my first laptop blue screened on me, and they gave me a new one. Mm, I think I ended up getting, I don't remember if I got mine replaced. I think, I feel like I got it fixed, but I don't remember getting it replaced. Yeah. But yeah, them, them laptops. Them laptop. I mean, they, I mean were, they, they were good yeah. for what they were at the time, but they're still old as fuck. Oh, yeah. And it was the closest thing I think you could get to, like, a PC, but in a laptop. That yeah. motherfucker was heavy. Oh, yeah. Like, you had to carry I it in the backpack. A brick, like... Yeah. I remember when I used, <laughs> I remember when I used to like work outside, like on school stuff. I literally had a whole setup because I couldn't keep this in my lap because my legs would just go numb. Yeah. Like plus, I mean, when I work outside, I was sitting on like I think it was, it was at least seven inches. Yeah, you ever, you ever try to use that shit in the plane? I don't think I have. <laughs> uh, I, I did like when I first like when we first got to school and I used to go home a little bit like more often. I think we got I got school in, like in January. I think I went home in like February. April and June. 
And then it was like, oh, I don't have money for this. And I didn't go home again until like December. Yeah. But like I, I went home and like, yeah, I opened this shit up on a plane and like, you know, you, I'm a big dude, yeah, so like the and, laptop and, really. And you on the plane pulling out the yeah, 60 inch like, TV. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's like, you know, in the movie where the dude just pulls out, like, the giant shotgun out of his yeah. boot. Like, dude, like, how the fuck you get this in, the, in, in your suit? And like, yeah. And like, then you can't even, like, get it open. So, like, you got to, like, look down because you can't extend it. So, it's like, like a 60-degree angle. It's like, yeah, that shit was a, a beast. Not the best device for airplanes. No. I kind of feel like the iPad w- was inspired by airplane. Like, like flying and stuff like that. Because if you think about it, it's like this... this it's the biggest but smallest sort of thing you can have. It's like perfect for that environment. Yeah. It's, it's bigger than a phone, so like it's a whole device or whatever, but it's not as big as a laptop. So you can put it on anything, almost anywhere. Ah, Apple. <clears throat> Apple is such a fucking racket. And this is the Illuminati. I mean, we established that. Yeah, but it's one thing like, I would <clears throat> love to get an iPad, but I'm not spending $2,000 for a fucking tablet. So iPads let's... are $2,000 now? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I hope they're not. I thought they were like 500 They might be like 600 Oh. Well, yeah, 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 for like probably like a uh, medium quality or whatever. Cause like, I imagine they got different variations. But uh, I just no, they're about like three, three thirty. I now. just realized that you don't have an iPad, do you? The only you Apple do have a tablet, but you don't have an iPad. Yeah, you my have, tablet like, is shit too. I, I bought a tablet when I was going to uh, Thailand because I wanted to like watch it on the plane. So I literally bought the cheapest tablet they had. You, you know what we're doing? We're showing our age. I feel like. The tablet generation just missed us. We were we were not within the like all, everybody I know younger than me has a tablet, but my age maybe maybe Chris has a tablet. I don't know maybe Brian. I don't know if Brian or Chris have tablets. I don't know. But I feel like I, our. I thought he had an iPad, but I don't know. I don't keep track yeah. of their shit. Actually, Chris definitely has an iPad. So he he got on it, but. For some reason, we missed it. Because <clears throat> I have no desire. I have no desire to have a tablet. I'm thinking, like, when I think of a tablet, I'm like, I can just use a computer. Or I can just use a phone. To me, yeah. a tablet is a, is a combination of a phone and a computer. And if you got one or the other, or both, you don't yeah. need it. See, I, I guess that I, I like a tablet when I travel because I don't always want to use my computer when I travel. Another thing, like, when I went to Thailand, I didn't take my, my laptop. So, yeah. like, I need, I was like, all right, I got to have something to entertain myself. I'm stuck in the airport, stuck here, stuck wherever. Yeah. So, I bought a tablet, but I didn't want to spend a shit ton of money on it. But I'm the same way. Like, yeah, I got a laptop. Like, I got a laptop that, you know, is and, more or less power. Like, well, and then, like, you can get a, a, not a power, but you can get, like, a decent laptop for the same price as a tablet. Like... Tablets are like, yeah, you know, especially at that time. Yeah. Time where tablets were really, really popping. Yeah. Yeah, like the tablets. I mean, even now, I'm looking like, you know, I think and they and like, they came out with notebook computers, which is like a step down from uh, uh, a regular laptop. Yeah. It's just all internet. It's basically a tablet, but it, with a keyboard. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, you, nothing. If I got a tablet, like I would need to be able to watch it and I don't know open up Word. But then you can't use Word because, you know, Microsoft, you got to spend a shit ton of money for it. So mm. you got to buy like the bootleg version of that. And it's, I don't know. This whole fucking capitalism is stupid. Capitalism is amazing. <laughs> My favorite thing about capitalism is how like, I mean, if you think about it, capitalism is kind of fucked up. And the reason that it's fucked up is it, uh, you wouldn't have the the drug industry without capitalism. Capital, like the drug industry and all that stuff is capitalism. It's just these substances are illegal, so you can't sell these even though you are going to and it's, it's in high demand. So it's capitalism at work in the drug industry. The same, like pharmaceuticals and drug dealers are not 
like a pharmacist and a drug dealer. Oh, the only difference is one is legal, one isn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and you gotta go to school to, to sell the other drugs or whatever. But, I mean, you know what they sell and they, have, they know how to make it. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole industry built around it, so. Well, see, and it's funny because, like, a lot of America's industries and shit that, like, you know, we can't get rid of is built around capitalism. Like, I, every time someone talks about, like, you know, universal healthcare, and someone goes, oh, what about the uh, the insurance industry? Like, there's an industry that exists on some bullshit. So, like, trying to save it is, like, you know, like, it only exists because we have a capitalist version of healthcare. So you telling me you can't get rid of the capitalist version of healthcare because of the industry that we... It's like a chicken and the egg thing. It's like, oh, we can't get rid of uh, well, healthcare because we don't want to get rid of the insurance people. Yeah. Like, if the, you didn't have... If you had universal healthcare, you wouldn't need... The problem is when you do things wrong in the first place, you, you, you put a bunch of band-aids on it to try to fix it and make it work. And then you're like, but I need these band-aids. And it's like, no, if we tear down the entire system and start from, from scratch and do it the right way, we could actually not have to worry about all these extra, yeah, extra the, industries. The that problem we're with what you just said, though, is you have to tear the shit down. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's that's, that's what America two, can't handle. Well, no, America can't undo anything. Well, no, there's two problems with it. Is that usually when you have these systems that you realize, you know, 50 years later, you don't need, they, the industry itself, realize... 30 years, you know, 20 years ago, that they're not needed. So they found a way to become... Oh, no, they just... No, no, no. They, don't, they just get enough money to pay people. So it's like, if you have a voice in trying to get rid of me... Oh, you mean lobbyists. Yeah. They lobby. So that basically what happens. Like, you know, once the... I think the healthcare industry realized, like, you know, when people start talking about universal healthcare in general, it's like, if they do that, we don't have an industry anymore. They started lobbying. And then, you know, now you got politicians who won't get rid of it because you can pay. Yeah. And... Again, when you don't have, you know, term limits and politicians can just, you know, be in office forever. So as, as we uh, drive into the politics topic, I'm going to go ahead and hit a U-turn. <laughs> I really wanted to go hard on Ted Cruz. I know? feel like, uh, I mean, yeah, we got to talk about Ted Cruz. It's, it's popping. It's popping. You know, here's the funny thing about Ted Cruz is that, like, I kind of, if, if it was, you don't do politics. No, 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 no. I heard something. I, I want more than anything to sit here and just laugh and joke about Ted Cruz. But I listened to something literally maybe like an hour or two hours before this podcast through Ted Cruz and Bill. And I don't like Ted Cruz at all. I feel like he's going to be the next uh, terrible Republican president right after Donald Trump. But there was nothing Ted Cruz could do for Texas. No, let's see. I was going to say, like, I, I was going to say, like, I. I I don't like him. I don't want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but there's nothing he could do. And we all working from home anyway. Yeah. So I could literally, he could do everything he was going to do in in Houston, or I think he was in Houston, right? Oh, somewhere in Texas. Somewhere in Texas. He could do everything the he could do there. The point is he left the city in the midst of the city freezing. Yeah. Whatever. And like, so he could have like, he could have still got everything done from Cancun. It's, it's just a really, really, really stupid. It's not a good thing to do when people watch watching you. It's like yeah. it's like if you at the, if you go steal, make sure nobody's looking. And yeah. then if you get away with it, no harm, no foul. <laughs> but because everybody know like is watching you and can't wait to see you do something stupid, nigga, you just went to Cancun in the midst of motherfucking it, ice age. Yeah, yeah, like your whole state, not city, not block, your whole state is frozen. Yeah. And I think it wasn't even like I think the funny thing is like frozen like, and no power, like yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a tragedy. Yeah, of, I think the, the the thing about it is like, yo, you didn't even like leave for what 
ever. You literally left because your daughters were cold. Like, everybody cold. Like, come, at least come up with a better excuse. Like, like. I, I brought this up uh, as, as contrast to that. I remember back when her Hurricane Sandy hit uh, New York area, whatever. Yeah. And Cory Booker was the mayor of what? Newark. Newark. Yeah. And this motherfucker was on the ground. This motherfucker was driving around the city just straight helping people. Yeah. And that's just the type of person that he is. Well, see, Terry Crews ain't that guy. Well, <laughs> Terry no. Crews is like, yo, shit is you wild. Terry Crews? Or whatever his name. <laughs> Ted Crews is Now you're getting confused with the black guy yeah, from, that's, uh... <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my daddy right there. My, 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 my father said some shit right there. Yeah, what are you talking about? Terry Crews, uh, Senator Taylor. Uh, no. That's Ted Crews, sorry. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You, you said it twice. That's what it was. Like, you said, like, Terry Crews. Yeah, that's my... But see, this is like, you know, we said this in our group text. This is what you can do when you can literally just piss on your, you know, your uh, your people and they'll still vote for you. Yeah. If he's going to get reelected, if he runs. Yeah. Like, with this shit just, just happened, he could still run for president as a Republican and win the nomination. Because mm. they just, you know, Texas. Yeah, Texas. Texas. I feel like Texas, I feel like Mother Nature realized that uh, Texas was the strongest supporter of Donald Trump's re-election <laughs> didn't appreciate it. It's like, oh, y'all want to be on some... Because at least Florida pretends to flirt with the idea of... Like, we don't flip, but we pretend to No, we flip to sometimes. Flip. Florida's been blue a few it's times. It's very... It, but but the, the main thing is we disappoint more often than not, right? Yeah, well, like, I mean, like Florida we, disappoints in every other yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. But when it comes to elections, we flirt with the idea that maybe we maybe. would have we helped the country, but nah, yeah. we just playing. We fucking crazy down here. <laughs> like, we're ridiculous. But Texas is committed. Like, Texas does not go blue you would never expect it to go blue because there's only like one little tiny liberal city <laughs> of all the I thought all the cities in Texas were liberal I think um well, I think Austin all- is considered like a more liberal type city I think Houston is just too big to be liberal and then, uh, I think there's a, enough enough around well, it. No, I thought, no, he felt like the Democrat cities, yeah yeah the cities for sure like the the I guess the inner cities but I don't know. I don't know anything about Texas. I'm just talking shit. Yeah. No, I, 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 from what I understand about America in general. This, so you know what it is? Texas has enough land. Yeah. Texas is a big, uh, right. big state. So there's enough is. rural area to outweigh well, look, the city. I learned this from watching, you know, two weeks of election coverage and watching that motherfucker on the board. I don't know how, how big you were in November. Like, man, I watched that motherfucker on the board. Like, when they were talking about Georgia. It was Georgia. It was like... Well, see, you got here, you have Decatur County right here, and it will be where the city is. It's like, you literally just go to, like, the fucking suburbs, like, all this shit, right. this shit is red. But there's, like, ten people here, but right. it's still red. Right. Right here, <laughs> it's blue. There's, like, a billion people there. Yeah. So that's why Donald Trump is going to, literally, he kept saying that shit, like, oh, you know, Donald Trump is going to get, like, you know, three votes from this county, but Biden's going to get 150 from this county. So it's more or less over. It's, like, it's such a weird thing to see on a regular basis, like, how... If, if votes were like just space or land, yeah. <laughs> like the ru- the rural areas would tear us to fucking pieces. But yeah, we, but that's just because people liberals, don't live liberals there. like living close together because liberals oh. like each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's not. It's but not like, like conservatives don't like each other. They want to live as far away from each other as possible. Well, no, it's not. It's not that no, it's, really. It's more it's, that like liberals like it's living a class there. Thing. Huh? It's, a, it's for sure a class thing. Like well, like to a degree. I mean it. Uh, I think cities cities are just packed for efficiency. Cities right. are packed so that everybody can function most optimally in this environment. And the rural areas are just not 
caught up to that. Well, no, I, I think what usually happens is that like, I think people, like when you leave, like if, if you're in a world part of the States and like, you know, you leave there and you go to school and then like, you know, if you don't go back, you're gonna move to a city. So I think, you know, most people like, I, I think a lot more conservatives tend to move closer to home, where a lot more liberals <clears throat> tend to go like, you know, to the big cities. Yeah. And, and you know, in, in general, like not, you know, I'm sure there's a, a bunch of liber liberals who move to the rural areas, but I think most liberals like, I mean, shit, we left our homes and ended up in Tampa. Like we didn't end up in like, you know, in the middle well, of- Wow, I always end up in a city. I mean, I'm a city boy. Oh yeah, you were- I go, Detroit, yeah. What, I go Houston? from a city to. I ain't never been not in a city. Yeah. Well, I lived in 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 Ann Arbor, for, at Ann Arbor for a little while. I mean, but you um, were a kid then, though. No, I was grown. Oh, I, I chose that because I I moved in with my girl who lived out there who was working for Google. Oh, okay. So, I mean, but Ann Arbor is still like a college town though, so like I, I, guess, I, I yeah, feel like it had a city feel. I would imagine. I, it was. It was. I mean, yeah. It wasn't like. It didn't feel like a small town. I've right. never lived in a small town. Yeah, for not, sure. I technically live in a small town, but like small towns in New Jersey are, are different because like they're so close to the city that it's like there's no reason to live in the city. I mean, like we. I, I lived in a small town called Scotts Plains, but like you know, Jersey City and Norfolk, easily like you know a blink drive away. Like, yeah. like getting from my hometown to New York is the equivalent of like getting from you know. New Tampa to downtown Tampa. Yeah. Like, it, it's a drive, but it's something you could do if you wanted to, but it's just like traffic and the setup is so insane. I, I remember when I first moved to Florida, like, the idea of driving an hour somewhere was like, just, okay. Like, oh, oh you, you, you're at the beach and I live in Brandon? All right, I'll make that drive. Like, fuck <laughs> out of here. Like, I barely went 20 minutes to see family if it wasn't like, you know, somebody's birthday. Like, like oh, man, you want me to come up there for. Alright, I guess I'll just pop it. But I think like no one got mad at you like when you didn't see them because they understood that you weren't gonna make the drive through the traffic and the headache for nothing. So like, you know, as long as you saw your family every other week, you're cool. Whereas like when my mother got down here, it's like, oh I haven't seen you in, in, in like a while. Like I saw you last week and you left 45 minutes away. 45 minutes of highway driving. So I'll see you next week. Like every other week, that's what we do. Like Cause just you know that that driving is, but people get down here and it's just like, all right, let's go to the beach today. Okay, all right, I guess I'll make this fucking out. I had an Uber ride, really fifty minutes. My fucking went to a bar. Fifty minutes to get to a bar. Fifty minutes to get to a bar. <laughs> it was like, bro, did you really just order an Uber? Cause you got an Uber back. Why? Well, I, I guess he didn't have a car. He no, he like, probably was going on drinking. Oh, wait. that's another Uber story. I should probably tell. Yeah, I guess I guess that's the way to do it. That's the responsible that's thing. But it's the one thing though. It's like just the idea of traveling 15 minutes just to go to a bar. It was it must be a great bar. Apparently. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's like that's his. That's the bar. He, maybe he used to live in the area and he don't live over there no more. See, he that, that's funny because uh, James, our friend James, is like that. Like he goes to his like old neighborhood bar that he used to go to when he worked there, and it's like. I'm like, yo, I got like three neighborhood bars that I used to go to that I don't, I haven't been to in a while. Just well, cause you found a new neighborhood bar. Yeah, because I have a new neighborhood. <laughs> like I used to go to this bar in St. Uh, in St. Pete that like I would literally walk in and the bartender would have my drink ready and when I sat down she put my food in. Like she, I remember one time I walked in because I used to, that's when I was big on a honey jack. Yeah. She literally grabbed the bottle of honey jack in the glass and just wait. Like she was like it was um. One of them things where like the magnet just follow, the eyes follow you. She just followed me, waiting for me to sit down. And yeah. as soon as I sat down, she poured the glass in. And I was like, "That's adorable." Yeah, it was like I, 
And that was like my neighborhood bar, but then I moved to Brandon, and I literally haven't been back to that bar in like three years, because it's just not close. Too far of a drive. Yeah. I've only had one, one regular bar. I'll take one too. Um, it was, it was a place called, uh, it was called the Balloon Saloon. And it was right next door where I used to work. And we just happened to, we just happened to work with people who would go over there for like karaoke night and stuff like that. So I went there often enough um, to, to get to know the place. That's where I learned how to play pool. That's where I, I think I sang karaoke there for the first time. Like I, I did so much in, in that bar just off working next door to it and going there on regular Tuesdays or whatever that it be, I became attached to it or whatever. But I wasn't attached to the bar, I was attached to the scenario. I was yeah. attached to the people that I would go there with. So once I went there, if I were to go there today, it wouldn't be like, hey, it's Ruby Mulatto. No, they don't, they don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, you're, you're attached to, to, the, to the, that situation. So I haven't had a, I haven't, I haven't been to a bar that even offered as much as that where I would, I would even want to go back. But I remember working. So the place that I worked at, it was called Fishbones Rhythm Kitchen. It was basically just a restaurant in Southfield, Michigan uh, that was uh, Cajun style, New Orleans style food or whatever. And there were people who would come into that place every, I feel like it was every fucking day. Like that's what they did after work. That was the place that they went to. So the bartenders knew these motherfuckers yeah. and they would set them up. Cause they're like, yo, these, these are my regulars. These yeah. are my regulars. So they had regulars that would show up and that was just, that was just where they went. I've never like, outside of that one particular experience in the exact same place or whatever, I've never really experienced going somewhere on a regular basis and just having that be like my bar. See, now I know you have, cause I've, I've been to a Brian's with you. I've, yeah. I've at least experienced that part of it. And I remember you used to go to a karaoke bar West Chase. Oh yeah, yeah. I went there with you a couple times. I know you took you to the karaoke bus yeah. spot. Remember when I moved in with you? I yeah, I know we actually went because at that point in time I kind of no, I never stopped really stopped going. Yeah, that, they used to do karaoke. Yeah. Um, but uh, like, but definitely like when I become like a, a regular. <laughs> I think everybody's looking for cheers. Uh, yeah, everybody's looking for cheers. <laughs> everybody wants no, cheers. No, honestly though, like when you kind of walk in and like you know the margin that knows who you are, and it's like all right, cool, like all right, so it's kind of it, no. What I I remember any anywhere you go regularly where they they know enough about you to know how to serve you well. Yeah. Like I know I know what you want to drink and I know what you want to eat. And well, when you show up and you get that, you're gonna want to come back. What I love about being a regular at any place is that like there can always be like just a massive line. And like that's because when you're a regular, you usually are cool and you're not like pushy. So like, it's not like you go to your regular bar and you want to get served before anybody else. Cause you know, you, you know that they're busy. So usually like when I, like I'll go to like a spot where I'm like a regular and I'll just like, you know, I'll catch eyes with the bartender, put my hand up and I'll just wait. Like, cause I know she knows what I'm going to get. And I'm like, all right, you take care of everybody else and you just get around to me. And like, I, I love doing that. Cause they might just kind of be standing around and then you'll get your drink before somebody else. Cause like, especially if your shit is simple, you know, you're doing just like, you know, Honey Jack on the rocks. She ain't gotta think about it. She ain't gotta think about it. She ain't gotta talk yeah, to you. Yeah, so she'll, she'll pour like two other drinks and then pour mine and then be like, all right, cool. There's a, there's a privilege in it. I, I understand that. I think, go ahead. I was gonna say, I, I. Yeah. I've been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of became a regular at a Tiaga to an extent, just because like, I, I've seen this one bartender enough, but I just hate that place. So like, I don't want to commit to being a regular. Yeah. It's a hard place to, 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 I don't know, it's a hard place to love. 
Yeah. Well, it's, it's a club. Like, it is. We, we so, got like so Tyga is where I met Rhonda, my the love of my life, <laughs> and my current uh, lady or whatever. And that's where it frequents these days. Actually, no, I, I, I'm not big, even. Not even. So what don't you like about Tyga? Um, well, cause it's it's such a it's it's such an in between spot, and that's the thing. Like, it 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 acts like a club. You need to pay a cover to get in, and like you know the bartenders dress like you know club bartenders. And but it had the club feel. But there is no dance floor. But there's no dance floor. <laughs> and there's no space to do anything. Right. It's just like, all right, so I paid $10 to get in here to sit. I can't even watch women dance. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if, if you're not even going to hit on a girl in the club, you can at least, you know. I guess, I guess we have, see, if we had gone together more, I think you might have a different sense of that place. I never knew how to fit in at O'Brien's, but I fell right into the Tiger. Tiger felt more natural for me. Really? Yeah. Like I would go there, I would go there and I would get so, I was so, you know I like to dance. So I would catch such a vibe, I would just find a, a spot anywhere, it doesn't matter where the fuck it is. And I would just, I would just dance. You know what it is. music and watch other people dance and just, and you, then if I actually want to talk to people, I go to the bar and sit, like I found, I found my rhythm in that place. Well, cause here's the problem, I think when we would go to O'Brien's, that's kind of when I had became a regular, so I was going inside because the bartender knew me. Yeah. So I could always go in there, get my drink, get my food, right. but then I go back outside where the vibe was, and yeah. that's kind of why and I like And for the record, I'd, I'd say O'Brien's is better run, it has much, much, a much more diverse like atmosphere, and I'm not talking about black and white. I'm talking yeah. about like people who want to chill and drink versus people who oh, want to go outside and dance. Back before COVID, on a Friday night, it was literally just the Good weirdest DJ. fucking thing because you would have karaoke in like a private room, and you just have like the karaoke yep. crowd, and then you'd have like a rock band in the main bar, and right. you'd have a rock That's crowd. True. That's true. And then you'd have the DJ, DJ outside. outside. You'd have like a hip hop crowd, and yep. like. And it'd be so funny just because you know I like karaoke, so yeah. I, I would sit in the karaoke spot for a little bit, and I walk through, like well, you know, hear somebody singing like Sweet Caroline, I'm like yeah, right, cool. Then you walk in, I'm like, yeah. oh, man, this is a hard rock. And then you walk outside, Biggie, Biggie, like, yeah. And right. it's not like you just stand by the door, and every time you hear the door open, you just hear like the other one just blend in. It's like, yeah, this is just so. So they were catering to three different types of patrons in, in like one spot. In one spot, and it was going well, yeah. like. The only thing that hurt O'Brien's was COVID because yeah. they just, they were responsible. Cause like, was, I like O'Brien's. I like, yeah. But there, cause there was a lot of places that didn't close or didn't like, you know, alter anything right. during COVID if they could get around it. I, I kind of think it's wild that Tiger and O'Brien's are still going strong in, uh, in, in COVID. And Tiger has been there a long time. Like as long as I've been in Brandon, lived in Brandon, whatever, yeah. Tiger was there. I just didn't venture there. I was like, that place looks scary. <laughs> I just didn't know what was there. So I didn't go there. But then when I finally went, I was like, yo, this place is kind of I think the first time I went. A little spot, a little drink spot, a yeah. little chill spot. I think the first time I went, I went like, it was like a, a happy hour thing. And like, the place is just kind of dead because it doesn't pick up, yeah. you know. And then I would always just drive by. It's, it's so weird for it to be that, whatever it is, yeah. in that place. And that, yeah. Because it's literally just like in a parking lot. Like, it's just so randomly placed. But it's also the only club type spot in Brandon. Excluding, say, the fucking place that becomes a new place every year. Yeah. It was Hamburger Mary's last time I knew it. I don't know what it is now. It, it was something else. It was a uh, Touch Martini. The day, yeah. And then they closed. Oh, shit. I went. I've never been in there, but that place doesn't have no windows and or an outdoors. <laughs> that place is scary. It's not an outdoors. It, it, there's, there's not outside spot for that? Yeah. Yeah, but you have to go. Every in time through. I drive, like, oh yeah, no, it, it past looks, it, it looks like it looks like it's supposed to be a strip club. 
know what I'm saying? True. Like, it looks like there's no window. That is true, actually. Yeah, Probably it would be. Maybe it should Maybe it was a trip. Actually, I think it might have been. Yeah. Well, no, because I guess Hamburger Mary's was like the whole drag show thing. Because I think... I didn't know that. I didn't even know that. I thought that. <laughs> yeah, Hamburger Mary's is like a, a, a drag queen So I guess that's, that's another reason not to have windows. Yeah, but I think they had like a... Because I, I went in there one time. I was going to tell the story. Like, I went in there one time. Because like the DJ was playing good music. And I'm like, all right, cool. And the bounce is like $10. I'm like, all right, fine. I paid $10. I walk in there. It's just like... About as many people in your house right now, three, were in the fucking bar. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to like run back to the bounce and just whoop it out. Like, get my damn money back. Like, right. you knew there three motherfuckers you in here. charge me for, to, to be around three people. Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> and that's me, the bartender, and the- <laughs> Yeah. Like, why the fuck? Is, yeah. Me, the bartender, and you. That's yeah, that's the only people in here and shit. Like, so it was like, it was, only, it was like such a massive area. It was just dead. Like, it was just, it's, it's a weird spot. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that that's the kind of place I think you go to because you go there. like you gotta be like everybody that goes there probably has to be regular because if you don't necessarily know what to expect you're probably not like I've never ventured in there. I, I, I think and the problem me, the with scary. I think the problem with that location is that like I don't know what you can do to attract people and get them to come back because like again when you well, have the same thing Tiger does. Well, no, but Tiger the, is more or less the same in the same area, similar probably vibe. But here's what I'm gonna say. Tiger has his regulars. There are people who go to Tiger all the time. So it's like, you might be able to drag somebody away from Tiger one night to go to like whatever it is. So like whenever, let's say you bought it, you, you opened it up and you call it like Remy's house. You might be able to get a good crowd like night one, week one, maybe even week two, but eventually the Tiger crowd is gonna go back to Tiger. And then the O'Brien's crowd is gonna go back to like, you know, like people in Brandon already have their regular spots. So like, I don't think a new spot can really open and, and stay popular for long because people just have their regular spots like and even if i went there i liked it i would eventually go back to o'brien's because like you know i like their like you so, go you go to your regular spot for whatever reason yeah so you know what that speaks to to me that speaks to uh or the best way to compare it is if you compare like say google and apple and like the phone industry and how they are, are the most prominent you know, companies in the market or whatever. So as soon as another company tries to come in and show up or whatever, well, I might try this phone, but it doesn't yeah. have all the features that I'm used to on these fucking phones. So I'm gonna just try it one year and then go back and to go back. Yeah, yeah. So you can't really get a foothold because O'Brien's and Tiger are doing too good. Basically, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Right. So can there only be two competitors? Like, if two competitors are doing very well, the third one can't really can't really uh, measure up and, and, and come in and get a foothold? No, I think you can. I think you just kind of need a big enough crowd. I think in this particular situation, the crowd is not big enough. I, I, I think I think if, if two things get established for long enough, you'll never get a third. But I think, I, at least in America, we're a very binary country. Like, we're, we're very black hey, and white. Everything is binary. No, because I think other places, they recognize the shape of the gray. Like, I think other places recognize that, like, you know what I mean, like, you, you don't have to be, you, you can be in between on something, but in America, it's like, oh, you're either for this or against it. I'm like, I'm kind of for it, but not all the way. Like, I, I'm not, I, you know, don't make me pick a side. Like, I, I, I agree with both of you guys. Like, no, no, you have to pick. What do I have to pick for? Like, <laughs> you got to choose black or white. Yeah. You racist or you you uh, black lives matter? Basically. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Like, honestly, I'm a lot of Yeah. Like, I think Black Lives Matter, but niggas get on my nerves too. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just playing. laughs> 
You know who uh, I was watching today? I don't know. I was watching him randomly. You ever watch Gerard Carmichael uh, in his special? No. So I know he had he, a TV show for a while. I like Gerard Carmichael. But when I was watching his one of his specials today, it was, it was uh, mentioned by Blogzilla. I don't know if you ever heard of that. It's an Instagram account. The motherfucker interviews like celebrities for movies, friendly or whatever. But he happened to mention Gerard Carmichael on his special. The special is called Love at the Comedy Store. Or Love at the Love at the store. Love at the store. And he was just doing comedy at the comedy store. I think in LA, I don't know. So, one thing I noticed about Gerard Carmichael, he is, his audience is very, not specific, but catered in the sense that, so he, he if he were to defend himself, he'd say, I talk about everybody, which is not necessarily untrue. But one thing I noticed as far as the pattern of his humor, it caters to Cater to an audience, a white audience that wants to laugh at black people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That that wants to feel allowed yeah. to laugh at black people. He gives that crowd that space. Interesting. So he does comedy in the sense that he's like, niggas get on my nerves too. You know what I'm saying? So he does comedy like that, and there's a lot of it. Yeah. Because so much of his set was like that. And it, you know, for me, of course, it rose me the long, wrong way a little bit, but I I get it because it's not for me. I'm not the crowd that he's trying to appease yeah. to. He's trying to appease to like that very specific crowd that like doesn't know that they're a little racist, but you're <laughs> a little racist. And you know what I'm saying? You got issues with black folks. You just don't want to talk about them. You want to watch this comedian well, talk about them. See, it's funny because like whenever I think of that, I always think about the Chris Rock joke. You got black people and, and niggas. Yeah. Like, and there's definitely a difference. Like, yeah. And, and, that, and so that is very much his humor. Yeah. So... I appreciate it as somebody, as like a stand-up comedy nerd, I appreciate what, what I feel like he offers. You are holding that upside down. <laughs> I appreciate what his... Uh, I think I've been holding shit upside down the entire damn time. <laughs> I appreciate what he brings to the game of comedy. And that was like two, 2014 or whatever. But alternatively, as like somebody who identifies black, I'm like, hey, man, I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> like, like, stop sitting there talking shit about black, but... but he, it's not as bad as I think I make it sound because it's very, it's just, it's supposed to be comedy. Yeah. It's supposed to be like, this This is not, this, this doesn't have to be serious. You don't have to be offended by this, but I'm going to say something offensive. You know what I mean? And it should just be funny. If you don't think it's funny, it's not for you. Right. You just don't come to my show. So. I don't know. I got that. That's in the show. Did you did you watch Tambourine? The fucking yeah. re whatever, oh. whatever. Oh, not the re. I'm not the. Oh, man. Yo, you got a mortgage now. He got a whole joke about a good mortgage and a bad, bad mortgage <laughs> that makes me laugh so much. <laughs> Soon as you get a mortgage, nigga, that's the funniest thing in the world. Uh, he talked about like how bad mortgage is like a bad relationship or something like that. Interesting. Yeah, I have to, I have to check it out. I saw it, but it looked like I already saw a Tangerine. It's different. It's different. It, it's it's the same, but it's different. All right, maybe I'll watch it tonight. I was looking for something to watch. I haven't even seen like too many new stand-ups on Netflix, like. Oh, they're not um, popping up on my damn uh, wherever anymore. Yeah, who did I watch? I feel like I just watched something new recently, but maybe not. You know what I've been watching? I, I had started watching again because I or had started watching because I didn't watch it in the first place. They Ready. Uh, it's uh, Tiffany Haddish doing a basically a show for stand-up comedians, so everybody gets like a thirty-minute set. Okay. It's kind of like her Comedy Central presents okay. type of thing. <clears throat> so she has season one and then she has season two. And I saw a clip of somebody from season one 
it was like the least famous Wayans ever. <laughs> it's a female Wayans. Kim? Definitely a Wayans. No. Oh. You, if you saw her, you wouldn't know. Okay. That's what I'm saying. She's definitely a Wayans. She's just the least famous one. <laughs> and she, she did the, uh, her comedy show or whatever. So I, I watched. I well, watched she might be like a, a, a new Wayne. Like, she might. She's, new Wayne. she's definitely the youngest one. She's like. Well, cause she, I mean, because she, like, again, like, you know. She but could I think be the she's third generation. Sister. I think she's like brother. Oh, so you think she's like brother and sister? I think she's like youngest Damon, brother. Because like, remember, yeah. like, you got Keenan, Damon, and Kim are like the first generation. Then, like, Sean and Marlon are. What do you mean first generation? Well, because Sean and Marlon are, are the second generation. I so think they're saying, Keenan's nephews. Like, because you. I, I, yo, I think. You full. That, that, I, I, I that, that be can't wrong. be right. If that's right, that can't be right. I, I I, I'm going to Google were, it. I thought they were. Yeah, the Wayans brothers. I thought Damon, Keenan, Marlon. Sean, Kim, and I don't know no other. And I guess this well, is what I'm talking about. I think they're all brothers. Sisters. I don't know how many Wayans there are, but I believe they're not nephews. Nah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, okay. So that's what I'm saying. So she, I believe she falls in that ilk. Maybe she could be. I, you know, I think I guess because like they're so. I, I think they're like so much younger. They're than definitely the younger. Ones. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of. I believe Keenan's the oldest. Keenan did a Living Color in the '90s. Before we even knew really who, I mean, Marlon well, and put, Sean were in it. Well, I mean, not, he put the family on, on the map. Like, yeah. it, it, but it took, before you even knew who Keenan and Marlon were, it took at least a actually, decade. Actually, Damon's, uh, no, We I didn't learn who Keenan and Marlon were until, like, Don't Be a Menace to South Central, Scary Movie. That's when yeah. they became prominent in, in their own or whatever. But before that, they were kind of following their, their brother's coattails. Damon established himself, I think, as a comedian to a degree. He was one of the funniest people off of Living Color. Everybody yeah. knew his name, at least off of that. He started doing movies. So Keenan and Damon ruled the 90s. Yeah, there's you know about a 13 year gap between Keenan and Sean. Right. So Keenan and Damon were like, you know, heavy in the 90s. You have Low Down Dirty Shame, starring Keenan or whatever. Um, not, not, you know, in Living Color or whatever. And then. Uh, Wayne Brothers came along. That's when Sean and Marlon established themselves. Yeah. Kim was just kind of like sprinkled throughout a lot of that. She never really established a full dominant role as a Wayans or whatever. So anyway, <clears throat> not to go into the fucking science of things. <laughs> we really did. He <laughs> uh, built a religion around that. Anyway, so so there's another Wayans, and she did a special for They Ready uh, by Tiffany Haddish. And I saw it on Instagram. And after I saw that, I was like, I gotta go watch these other specials because I usually watch all of the Kim, uh, all of the uh, comedy, most of the comedy specials that come up on Netflix or whatever. But I didn't watch those because I'm not a fan of Tiffany Haddish or her stand-up. Not to say that she's not funny. I'm just not a fan. Is so it Shantae Wayne's? Could be. It might but, be. Again, then she's the she's the second generation. She's like a cousin to. Uh, okay. She's a so, cousin to like Damon Jr. Like, so she's, she's not she's, like Brooke, one of the. Yeah, no, she, she's definitely the second generation. Gotcha, gotcha. If so, it's that one. Yeah. So she's like the, she's the daughter of a, another one that we don't really know. Yeah. So she she did a stand-up special on Day Ready. It was on Netflix. And that's from the first season. And then the second season just came out, which I haven't watched yet or whatever. I'm still getting caught up. And that's, that's how you get your family off. Because, like, the ones who ain't, like, actors uh-huh. and who probably aren't, like, funny are, are screenwriters. So like the ones who can't get up and working. yeah, the ones who can't get up and do comedy is like all right, well, look, <laughs> we all in the movie business, so just you know write some scripts. Yeah, Everybody's working. What you supposed to do though? Like you know when you when you get as big as Keenan got, I didn't know how he got that big. Like I don't know what he did before Living Color, and I don't know how he got big enough to get in Living Color. Probably writing. 
in the background. Probably, probably. just making relationships, working in Hollywood enough or whatever. I mean, that's that's what every time I hear a Hollywood story, it's like, okay, I moved to Hollywood, and then things just started happening after that. And either you got lucky or you didn't. Either you met the people you needed to meet, got the connections you needed to get, and you know, got got some of those roles and some of those auditions, or you did not. And I imagine Keenan. Oh, he, I, he made. I'm going to get you a sucker. That like he he that, raved the money movie. to so do he, that. So, yeah, I remember so, that. So he put out a movie. Yeah. And then that movie more or less moved him uh, forward from there. And he, and he brought yeah. the family with him. Basically. Yeah, I remember that movie. I remember that was, movie. That was like, that was one of the, that, aside from Naked Gun, that was like the only parody movie. That was the, that was the, the first parody, yeah. yeah. Like that I, was I, I don't know if the scene where like the dude just loads up with a bunch of guns. Yeah. And then he falls and ends up just and like shooting himself a billion Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that was like privately made. Like I thought that was like actually funded by a studio, but no, yeah. apparently he raised I, the money. I forgot about that movie. You got that one. I mean, if you just think about the weigh-ins as far as parody movies, they definitely oh, yeah. developed they, the brand around that. And I'm going to get you suckles where it started. Uh, don't be a menace. Uh, South Central while drinking juice in the hood. I watched that in Detroit. Uh, that was another one. And then, of course, all the scary, scary movies. Scary movies, yeah. Um, scary movie one and two, both dope-ass, hilarious movies. And they spawned the whole fucking. They reignited the whole parody thing. Cause Scary Movie led to Scary Movie Two, which led to like Nine of the Teen, whatever, yeah, and then everything. a bunch of other stupid hero, ass. hero movie. And they just all the just got trend. shitty with each inclination. Yeah. I think I, I said this to. I've said this before. Like the if you're gonna make a parody, you have to parody something that's good. And I think a lot of times, like they parody like movies that are big but not good. Yeah. Like his parodying Scream works. The Scream was like you know at the time was like revolution. I think it was like Scream was the one movie that scared me because I had just moved to the suburbs and I had like crazy white neighbors and, and cool mates who used to talk about doing crazy shit. Oh lord. And it was like, yo, uh, this shit ain't safe. <laughs> I just rewatched, I think, one through three, like maybe within the last month. What of Scream? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen one. I wanted, I wanted Rhonda to see him because she, she not. She, she, she wasn't a scary movie person before she met me, and then you know watching them with me, she she feels fine to watch them or whatever. So, but we never watched none of that. She's not because Scream now doesn't even feel like a scary movie. Like Scream more or less feels like a thriller because I, I don't know. There's, not, there's nothing like you know psychological. There's nothing like supernatural about it. Right. It's just like you know crazy people doing crazy shit. Like yeah, but. yeah, and ultimately it's a fucking it's Clue. Like you want to know who did it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is the brutal version of Clue. <laughs> Hey, sure. I never actually Who thought about that. Who is the killer? <laughs> Let's find out. So that's part of the fun. That's part of why you, you even sit through it because you want to see. You want to figure it out. And like it was such a decent mystery that it's like, oh shit, oh okay. Yeah. And they apparently there's a screen five coming. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how they're gonna do that. Did you see four? I haven't seen four. I did see four. I didn't see four. I didn't hate it. Did you watch the TV show? <laughs> I, I have not seen the Scream TV show. I didn't even know. I didn't know if they're connected. I don't know if they're connected or not. Back when MTV tried to make TV shows and shit. Mm. All right. Yeah. We don't got pause. And we're recording. We are We are back. Me and Ed are back. Are you going um, to like, you know what you should do? You should play like some kind of com- commercial. <laughs> Even though we didn't actually stop. I don't know what you said before you stopped, but we should definitely like just play some commercial and shit because you jump back with and we're back. So it's like, if you don't play a commercial or any kind of break, it's gonna be like, well, so and la- we're back. Last episode, I actually did a dope little break um, between pauses and I'm gonna probably do that too this time because it just, it, it, it felt, 
like it fit really well. But you didn't listen to the motherfucking episode like I motherfucking told you to, so you don't know that. Bro, how many times do I have to say this? I've I recorded no, 50 gonna... plus podcasts. No. I've listened to negative you one. Yeah, you don't, you don't listen to podcasts. I, get I, it. I don't. I, if, if I didn't have to, I probably You know, there's two, like, and it's funny because I was thinking about it because I wanted to listen to this, the, the podcast. Like, I'm less likely to do it now. Because when I work from home, like I have TV in the background, and I literally just have a list of shows that I watch throughout the day, and it literally it times out my day. So it's like I'll get to a show, it's like, oh shit, I'm like late. I'm just starting this show now. <laughs> so also of note, I just hit the biggest blunt I've ever hit in my life. My man sent me a pre-roll from California. I don't know why he sent me this shit. The motherfucker, it was rolled thick as fuck with like uh with the, with the lavender or whatever, but also it had. Fucking weed sprinkles on the outside, just a just a pop, just a mist, a mist of marijuana. You gotta, you gotta get me one of those. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I didn't even know how like how much you, you started like smoking whatever. But every once in a while, I get a I get a package from California. But just see how it goes. Again, it's more so I like the pre roll shit. Like I don't. Okay. Yeah, Boy, that, know. that was different. That's that's a man. Well, I'm, that shit look different. <laughs> I think, like, usually, like, when I do smoke, like, you know... You prefer a pre-roll, though? Yeah, you don't I, like smoking out the pipe? Uh, not really. Like, I, I, I do, but it's always just, I don't know, it just feels weird. I'd rather, you know, hit the blunt. I wonder if that's, like, a black thing. Because, I mean, I like white, white people will smoke out of anything. Oh, they will. They'll smoke marijuana out, of, smoke like, out of, like, a, a, a cat's asshole. Yeah, like, they'll make their own fucking shit. Like, oh, yeah. I, I created this. Yeah, they just, ma- they just magic up a situation Bombs, to smoke uh, marijuana. Whereas black folks is like, nah, I need to hit a blunt, though. Yeah. Can I just get a blunt? And that's how Rhonda is to a degree. She's like, there's something about whatever's in the leaf, you know, whatever's in the either tobacco, whatever it is that, that is rolled in, that adds to the high or whatever the Well, for me, it's just like, to. I don't feel like holding a lighter, trying to light that <laughs> shit. And like, it's a little goofy look. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. like Black folks like to look cool when we exactly. smoke. You can look cool and hit a blunt. You can't, yeah, look, you cool, can't look cool holding a bottle smoke, and shit. Uh, you know, uh, breathing in and you hear bubbles. A lot yeah. of fucking bubble shit from the fucking water bong, whatever the fuck. A bong don't even sound cool to smoke from. Like, that sounds a little cool. It sounds a little cool, but I don't I'm like. Hit the bong. I don't like when somebody says I'm gonna smoke a bong. Yeah. Like that pisses me <laughs> off. Cause first of all, I, I th- when I think of a bowl, I think of cereal. Yeah. You know, your little fucking whatever the fuck that is with your weed in yeah, it, not a bowl. bowl. But, they, a, but they say I'm gonna smoke a, pack, a bowl. It's a pinch or something. I don't even know. But yeah, nah. My, my name is just, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a hit. I'm a smoke a bowl and go to bed. Or, or, or uh, and they also uh, smoke joints over there too, right? I remember we rolled a joint while we was over there. Oh, yeah. And they don't, so they don't smoke. Do white people smoke blunts? I don't think so. <laughs> like no, no, it's, it's, yeah. it's so, so, so wild. Let's, 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 let's clarify. White people smoke anything. Yeah. Do oh, white yeah, people no. roll blunts? I want to see somebody white smoke a blunt. Oh no! If you give them a blunt, they'll smoke it. Like, I, I know that. Like, you know. I want to smoke with some white folks. I hey. think that's what I want. I, I really only just... smoke with. I mean, I, I don't know. Anyway. Next time you want to do so, it, let me know. I'm pretty sure my neighbor be down. I'm always talking about, like, oh, shit, I don't mind smoking. Your neighbor does not look like somebody I want to smoke with. Oh, you smoke with my neighbor, though. <laughs> my neighbor's actually cool. I don't shit. think I was smoking back then. I, I wasn't smoking. I didn't start smoking until 2020. This was 2020. It was like, it was like. July. Early-ish, mid-ish. It was July. I started smoking. I started smoking when I started doing the podcast again. So, like, maybe oh, a okay. month before that's when I started smoking. That, I that's think probably you, no, why I started smoking. I think you were smoking at the time, though. I think we all smoked together. I remember puffing the J. I didn't, I, I, when I came to your house and smoked the first time, remember, I bought I bought a whole setup so that we yeah. could smoke. 
So before, I don't think I was smoking. I had ever gone over your house and was smoking before that. Well, because I remember you came over the 4th of July and we were off topic and shit as usual. It was the 4th. This is one of the things, like, you know, I, I like about JJ. kind of keeps us on topic from doing shit like this. Yeah. But, um, no, it was the 4th and you had came over, like, randomly. I didn't know you were there. And we were all just hanging something, out. They were like, do for the fourth, I think. Uh, I, see, I, I thought you were like there by accident and just kind of ended up there. I didn't know. I didn't remember it being anything planned. I, I just thought. I like, think I had a a day. I think during the day I was hanging out at Rays. Maybe I feel like I was at Rays for the fourth. Okay. And then I think I think that, that, that makes sense. sense. Yeah, because I, I don't remember it being planned at all. Because I think you you called me up. You were like, oh, what are you doing for? I'm like, oh, I'm just hanging out with my neighbors and shit. And you're like, all right, I'm coming yeah. through. And you do that all the fucking time. Like, oh, what are you doing? Nothing. I'm coming through. Damn it. Damn Even it. though it was the fourth and it was a fun. Well, no, no, that 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 one was okay. Yeah. Like that one, I didn't think it, it's usually when it'd be like. I think I'm was, not that bad. I'm not as bad as like. I I, I know how no, some not, people are about it. Bad. Yeah, like but like it, like I'm I'm bad to the point where it's like I'm trying to coerce you into letting me come home. Basically. And if you say no, I'm like oh, right. Nah, no point. Let me well, go home. I think it was one point in time. I think it was like uh, one day was two weeks ago. I was like, never oh. interrupt pussy, sir. <laughs> Like two weeks ago, you're like, oh, what are you doing? I'm about to drive over. Oh, I'm in the area. That's really about to start. Like, right, I fuck, I'm about to go home. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, no. There's a few things that I will try not to interrupt. I will not interrupt Uber. I will not interrupt pussy. But you'll maybe, interrupt if, maybe if there's a dope ass game out, I probably won't even hit you up then. Like, if it was Red Dead Redemption. Nah, if like, it was a dope ass game, I wouldn't respond. Like, that, there and you that's go. The well, thing, there like, you go. So you know me well enough to know. It's like, hey, what you doing? Nothing. Oh, this thing is free. Right. Protocol. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but I'm gonna try to see if I can show up and you know kick it because I'm trying to kick it. <laughs> okay. And again, I, I don't get this upset because I know it's not like you came over there to kick it. You just happen to be in the area and your shit wrapped up early. It's like, oh shit, you know, I'm in the area. And my friend lives down the street. Let me go hang up my friend. Oh, this motherfucker being antisocial. Which is why usually like if that's, I ain't doing I nothing, like, hey, what you doing? <clears throat> I always like nothing. Do I want to hit send this shit? <laughs> send. Oh, all right. Uh, you want to do a podcast? Ooh, all right. Good. All right. I can just That's do fun. it by, by Skype. All right. No problem. Send. Oh, shit. I just left Ray's. I lost. I lost the Remy Lotto. I lost Lotto. All right, man. Uh, my favorite thing is, though, like, when you and Rhonda be together, they be like, all right, I'm in the area. And then about 20 minutes later, Rhonda coming over, put on some clothes. First of all, I don't walk around the house naked. I don't know what you do at home. I just... <laughs> like... People who do that is like, like I, I don't even walk around the house in my underwear. Like I usually like I'll put on some shorts. Like I walk around with no shirt on. Yeah. But I definitely don't walk around in my underwear. Like I just. Do, do I walk around? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. I have I had boxes on earlier and I was supposed to be taking out the trash and I just had to take it out the trash can and just give it to Rhonda to take it outside because I wasn't putting no pants on. <laughs> I was not about to put pants on. <laughs> See, it's funny because like out. the shorts I walk around in are literally like an inch longer than my boxes, so I could just walk around in boxes. So they're basically booty shorts, is what you're saying. No, no, I'm not Wow, how the no, fuck do we That's just so a joke. That's a joke. It just made me laugh. Alright. Speaking of weed, I want to transition to this. Why are you not on social media? Um, I'm trying to figure out if social media is a good thing or a bad thing for somebody like me. I feel like, <clears throat> listen, if you got a business and you are very motivated and work ethical and you are grind, like one of my favorite people on social media, my cousin Courtney, my cousin Brandon's wife Courtney. She 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 posts just like dope pictures of her and her baby 
her and her husband on social media and then she posts about her business and her businesses are doing well like she she works in a very positive functional way she's like a I guess you would get, say like a functioning al alcoholic because she's definitely addicted, but it's working for her life. You know what I mean? I don't feel like social media gives me anything extra. Like I'm not making no money off social media. I'm not selling a business. At at the very least, maybe I'm getting some extra Listens. listeners because I post about the podcast or whatever, and then the stuff in, in between maybe keeps people or throws people. That's the part of it that, that also fucks me up. I don't know if I'm getting more people who want to follow or more people are like, yo, why is this nigga still online? No, trust me. Like, no one know. no one is following you, <clears throat> seeing your post and going, I'm not listening to the podcast. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, if, they're, if they're still following. If they're still following. What I mean is somebody might venture into the dark side and be like, yo, what's over here? And then they see me and they're like, oh, I got to get out of here. Yeah, but then the thing though, like, you know what I'm saying? at that point in time, that dude is not a listener. So at best you got one listen. You know what I mean like so even if you post some shit and somebody goes, what is this? Oh, that nigga's crazy. You got one listen. Yeah. And, you know, I, I guess that's those count. Oh. That's that's so that's why my uh, my friend list on Facebook is is in such <laughs> such disarray. I guess yeah. you could put it because it's it's I don't know anybody on my friends list anymore. There's so many people that I've added that is like I mean they might maybe don't listen to the podcast maybe maybe don't like one of my posts it's, it's, it's basically me trying to see if I can get some new eyes on the things that I post because the old people didn't see it 50 so times at that point you're supposed to create like a, a business or you know a, a podcast page and just you know Actually, I thought you got to send the likes to that. Me, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The reason that doesn't work is because there needs to be an avenue to get to it. I have a podcast Instagram. I have a podcast Twitter. They have no followers <laughs> because nobody knows what the fuck this is. So I have to yeah, use what I already yeah. have in order to get traffic in that direction. Now, I'm, I'm probably not doing a good job of that. Because most of the time, the only time I do is I, I post about my... I say, oh, the Instagram is up now, follow it or whatever. And then people that don't even fuck with Instagram won't follow it. Well, again, that's what we were, <clears> you know, <throat> trying to do the clips. I was trying to keep count, but, you know, we... I feel like so the clips... fucking off topic, right? The clips are also just a lot of work. Um, I'm not a good gauge for what a good clip can be. So, like, when I when I develop a clip, I'm like, yo, I said some dope shit in that. But that's not necessarily what well, people might not be listening for that. Well, again, no, I, I, the, the one you pulled up about the conversation we had about Stacey Dash was, was a good I clip. thought it was good. That clip didn't get nothing. I thought well, it was on a YouTube great clip. or just. I didn't. Well, because I thought I don't, people, people were commenting on Facebook. Like, I, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Oh, the most I remember from, I, I feel like the one that got more traction was the height one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Stacy Dash was first. So I was like, "Yo, this is the this is the diamond right here. Yeah. This is the one that's gonna work." And nobody gave a fuck. I thought Stacy Dash like somehow, I, you know, not enough people. I'm sorry, y'all couldn't see my face. And when he said I thought Stacy Dash, I knew exactly where he was going with this, <laughs> and I just gave him the, the stankest eye in the world. Because yeah. <laughs> so, apparently, you thought Stacy Dash was gonna hear this. She lived right up the street. Yeah, apparently. Hey, what's up, Stacey Dash? Friend of the show. We'll see you later. We'll see you. <laughs> um, well, you know, there's like, these things kind of just have to hit with people. And I, I guess the Stacey Dash one didn't really hit as well. Social so media has little to no attention span. You remember, did you see I posted that on Facebook the other day? No. Attention I, span. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are, are shorter than ever. Yeah, than attention spans are, are shorter than ever. Oh, yeah. I realized that based on one conversation I had recently. <clears throat> I was talking to my man, and we were talking about... 
how comic strips function on Instagram. And he said, I don't know why he would read this article, but he said he read an article that said, <laughs> that said people do not swipe to see the other pictures that you post on Instagram. They read the whatever's on the screen and then they keep scrolling. That other stuff that you posted goes to nobody. Nobody gives a fuck about it. I will say, if you don't have boobs, I ain't swiping. There you go. So, <laughs> so swiping is such a rare thing that happens, it's almost like why even cater to the idea of swiping. So if a comic strip decides to put all of their things in the swipe, and somebody only wants to see the first part or whatever, and it didn't hit for them anyway, they don't yeah. know shit about your com comic, why would they swipe? They're just gonna keep it moving. So to get people, you gotta get them at the front. You gotta get them at the headline. You gotta get them at the first post. You gotta get them at the Which tweet. sucks, because usually the punchline is the best part. Now shit at the front. Like, you don't hit anybody with the punchline Man, first. My best, the, my best work on Twitter, you understand, as a Twitter artist, or whatever we gonna establish me are, my best work on Twitter, and the reason, also the reason you hate me is because I, I have maybe ten tweets about one thing. Yep. And all of them are like, for me, all of them are like jokes that build on top of the previous thing that I said. So I'm literally just carrying a joke. Yeah. So if you get the first joke and that shit works, and you keep reading down the line, you're having a, a good time in that thread. But. Twitter is not a, a threading, like it's yeah, just, no, it's it's not just a feed, that, yeah. it's just it's a just, constant yeah. feed of whatever the fuck you follow, so if you're not following just what I'm saying, like if you're listening to the podcast, you're following yeah. what I'm saying, if you're not following just what I'm saying, you're not necessarily going to be able to start where I'm at. Wait, at that point in time, you're not using Twitter right, Twitter is not <clears throat> built for that, at that well, point in time, you kind of need I agree. A, um, uh, an app that I was going to build. Uh, we've talked about this, I've talked about building an alternative to Twitter that actually works like a, a conversation. Twitter doesn't work as a conversation. Yeah, Twitter is Twitter is somebody says something and then a bunch of people say something about that to other people, not even to the person. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Twitter, Twitter is a is a is an idea dump. You you think of something, you just dump it down. Like boom, yeah. like you know, like, like oh, it, yeah. it tweeted like we're workforce. It's like it's a throwaway word. Look how I it's, tweeted that. Like, it's, oh, okay. Twitter, Twitter is called Twitter, which is supposed to be like talking. Uh, speaking or whatever, but what Twitter actually is is thought bubbles. Yeah, it's random thought bubbles that you have that you feel okay. This particular bubble might have value to somebody out in the world, so I'm gonna share it just in case. Yep. And then if you get a like, that validates that that had value. If it doesn't get a like, you're like that was dumb. I probably should have said it. See, that's and that's, that's like the problem line. with you and social that's media. Social, so so that so. I don't even know how we got this deep into this, but this also speaks to why I have an issue. Well, yeah, no, you have an issue because you're on social media for likes. And I kind of feel like people who social media well, just they just do it. And if you like it, you like it. And if not, then you don't. No, Where, that that's how I function. That's how I function, but it doesn't give me any, I don't, I'm not, it's like, it's like going, showing up to a job and you, you don't feel fulfilled. Like I'm not, I'm not getting anything. Well, no, but that's the thing. Like you, you, you can, you can social media as a dump and go, but the payment for you is is the likes. It, it is the response. Whereas yeah. like most people, if I like, get nothing from what I posted, I'm gonna feel like that post doesn't have value. Yeah, but the, the thing is, like, if you're going through social media, you just kind of have to like, you know, it's a machine gun thing. Like you are social media, you're trying to be a sniper as a social media person. It's like, all right, I'm gonna. Point this one tweet. Mm -mm. Nothing. Mm -mm. You hate me the most on Twitter when I post a lot. Yeah, that's the machine gun approach. But, no, but 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 it's not it's not a scatter shot. Like you are more like like if you're playing a first person shooter, you're like putting you know 
it boils into one person where it's like most people with social media just kind of holds that it's like it's the uh when like you know you give the game to like you know your three-year-old and they just like you know just start running around shooting random shit and you know eventually they kill like three people right. it's like oh damn we got three kills where it's like you are hunting people and you're like you've been playing for like 20 minutes you only get like one kill it's like oh this game's stupid where it's like Everybody else is just like, oh, yeah. shit, I'm just shooting yeah. it. And, like, you know, they get, like, three kills. And it's like, oh, cool. Let me just say this. Building a following on social media is very difficult if you don't have boobs. Yes. <laughs> like, if I had titties, mm-hmm. <laughs> do you understand? You know how much shit, like, I go back the next day, and like, what the fuck is how? Why did I follow? Oh, that's why I followed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so because I don't have that, I have to rely entirely on somebody's attention span being long enough to, to appreciate what it is that I had to share. Well, the thing is usually like people tend to say something. You haven't triggered anyone in the right way. And that's usually what happens on social media. Sorry, I, I had to pause to get a beer because I'm still drinking. Um, usually on social media, someone like, you know, you trigger someone, like people will see something, you say, oh, I agree with him follow and then you you know you get a follow and then like you know i don't know man i don't think it works like that anymore honestly i'm the wrong person to talk to about this i have for sure for sure like my social media following takes away from other people's social media following yeah i don't i I definitely should i should have more conversations about social media on the podcast because social media is a big part of our lives it's a big part of how we function as people for one reason or another you know some people just feel more and some people like some people that i've had on this podcast i i like them and i've had them on the podcast because i like their social media didn't meet them in person didn't get a a chance to even ever know them in person but i got enough to know that i think i'd probably have an interesting conversation with this person and at, at least maybe four or five episodes are based on just that just that idea. I follow them, I've seen what they post, let's see what they have to talk about. And then I've had the conversations and I've enjoyed the conversations, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, you get a good sense of a person based on social media, not a good sense, not a sense of who they necessarily are, but you get something. Of who they want you to think they you are. Get, yeah, you get something from that person, some, some portrayal of who they are based off social media. So, I feel like I need to talk about that more. Like, like when we get the guys together, when we get a whole group together, I yeah. feel like we should probably talk a little bit more. That because because even Justin, when he was on the episode or whatever, he he has like a he. I like his posts pretty pretty regularly when he posts something. I like on Facebook. On Facebook. Okay, I, I, I didn't even follow. Yeah, I, didn't I like Jay's posts pretty regularly. Jay always posts something that I'm like, damn, I should post. Jay, you. <laughs> Jay has been slowly turning me around to TikTok because every so often you just post some shit with like that's funny fuck. But I also don't like TikTok, so I like I just won't. Yeah, see, so you're you're fighting your because uh, it's really a Gen Z thing, but you're like, well, again, you're trying to curmudgeon that shit down. Well, no, it, I, again, what usually here's why I don't like TikTok because somebody will send me a TikTok video, and it, it's more or less the app itself that I don't like. So what'll happen is like. Somebody will send me a TikTok video, and I won't even see people I'm following. I'll see the whole for you thing. For sure. And that's then I'll see the video that I want. Get you. But it's like the people that's like for me, it's like I don't, I don't. Who is this? What is this? I don't know what's going on. It's like. Uh, and okay, then, okay, then, okay, then okay, I try. Okay. Then I go to back like who I'm following, but I don't give okay, shit to people anyway. So this is like the old millennial version of like how like all of our parents think that the government is spying on them. We're like, yo, who sent me this video? No, 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 no I need no. to know who on social media no, 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 thinks no, no, that stop, I'm gonna stop. like this shit. 
based on what like I know why they're sending me the four youth cards. Like I, I know why, and I'm, I'm not mad about it. But you don't appreciate that you don't know who that person is. I just <laughs> you like why the fuck you over there knowing stuff about me and no, I don't know no, who you are. TikTok is just too random. Exactly. That's why I don't like it. it can, it's not like Instagram. It's not like I can just scroll up and see it's not, the shit. It's, it's, not, just, it's not something you've chosen. Uh, TikTok starts with giving you something that they think you will like right. without even you telling them what you like. Right. Yeah. Like, if Facebook had that, like, suggestion <clears throat> for pages and shit, yeah. like, for TikTok, and then also Twitter, TikTok. Facebook, uh, Instagram are all built off, for the most part, a feed that you choose, and that's where you start. You don't start yeah. on their fucking page. TikTok is like, no, you're going to start with you're gonna what, start we, with we think what you, you like. think you're going to like. It's like, but, but where TikTok succeeds, they're if more they're, right than wrong. I'm gonna say, I'm yeah. gonna With most people, they're more right than wrong. Most people will end up liking this. So enough people have liked it along their platform. They're no. like, let me show this to everybody. Well, no, I usually, like, like, if I see it on TikTok, <coughs> like, I'm intrigued, but it's just like, and, and then, like I said, to get to the people who I am following, it's like, eh, yo, here for, you, you know. You want to hear something wild? Also, TikTok is, you know, and here's literally the oldest thing I'm ever gonna say TikTok just always comes in so fucking loud. Cause I, I have the volume yeah. down on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I see something on, Facebook, on Instagram, you have like, to listen. It's a it's a listening app. Right. This audio like part. Of yeah. Situation. So like when I see something on Instagram, I'm like what is this? I turn you can do Instagram on, in silence. And turn it. Yeah. Most of Instagram. Whereas like is TikTok is, and that's the thing, like, and that's the part about the whole for you part that like it's like. This is aggressive. You know what it reminds me of? <laughs> this is socially aggressive. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of old school MySpace. When MySpace started going downhill, when motherfuckers would have you like- You go to a motherfuckers page. page and it's like- <laughs> Play his music, start playing right yeah. And then like also like- I don't want to know you that well. Right. I don't want to like, know your favorite band. Yeah. Motherfucker, I just got here. <laughs> I just showed up. And, and that, Why are you telling me so much about yourself? Right. And, and, I and, 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 like, and you're right. I guess so, I, that's the so, old man in me. It's social media aggressive. Right. It's like aggressive social media. And I guess that's the old man in me when it comes to TikTok. It's like, hey, calm the yo, fuck down. Yo, you, calm down. Were you ever on Black out. Planet? Um, not actively. Okay, like, so I had Black, an account, but I didn't. Black Planet was the, the, the uh, thing before MySpace. And I thought it, they were congruent. I w- I'll say I had access to Black Planet before I had access to MySpace. Because you had Black friends. Fair enough. <laughs> but my Black Planet for me was first. And on Black Planet, you got more or less free reign on whatever your main page was. So you could make fucking hearts oh, that was, float that down was my space. from the top. It, but that's what I'm saying. Oh, so yeah, for you. Built on yeah. the same type of shit, yeah. same technology or whatever. So you can make, you can do all this shit. And naturally, somebody comes to your page and they're like, I'm gonna have to just deal with hearts. If I give a fuck about you and I, I want to look at your pictures, I have to just endure hearts. And the song that you got playing in the background. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But again, Genuine Pony, whatever the fuck yeah, it is. Because it, it was the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. So everybody had Genuine on yeah. there. And I have to experience all of you in order to find out what I actually want to know, which is just, are you cute or are you not? <laughs> like, I'm not here for all this. Like, I'm just trying to find a picture. It's like, but Facebook was like, well, see, this is what you need to know. And, and, and I always say, like, that is the genius behind Facebook. Is Facebook yeah. saw the popularity of MySpace, but it also saw, like, the problems. The problems. It's like, all right, we're going to get rid of all the fucking problems. Facebook was like, yo, MySpace, you doing too much. Yeah. Facebook, <laughs> you ain't got to do all of that. Yeah. And then, like, it, 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 it reminds me of, like, the debate I had uh, last week about, like, iPhones to Androids. And I was like, I tell people, like, iPhones work because you can give anybody an iPhone and nobody use it. You can't fuck up an iPhone unless you're. I, I don't think you can. 
where it's like you can like I gave my mother an Android. She bricked it in like two days. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck she did. I don't know what she downloaded, but she yeah. literally like I had to reboot it. Like yeah. and and that's the thing, like Apple is the Apple is to Android what Facebook is to MySpace. And it's just people are so attached. like I guess phones are like too big where like you can't mm. like just get people off. Okay. Apple is the smarter smartphone in the sense that Apple does more of the thinking for the user so the user doesn't have to do extra thinking whereas Android doesn't give you the full you know what I'm saying it's not going to keep you secure you can fuck this phone up I'm talking I'm, I'm talking in a programmer standard Apple is a uh, C sharp Android or C++. There you go. Like, you know, yeah. like, on, with C++, you can you, you can, can make your computer set fire. Basically. Like, <laughs> like, listen, we both went to school at Full Sail and we know how to do game development and the primary language we use is C++. C++. And if you were not careful, your computer would burst into C++ flames. C++ was so bad Literal that like, flames. I remember like for projects, they would literally reset the whole computer after somebody performed because you could literally fuck it up where it'd break everything else. Yeah. You know, like, all right, you just did your project. We're going to reset everything. And, but, but that's what that's what Android is. Like, Android, like, and people who love Android, they love that freedom. And I get it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you know how to work in Android, then you like having... So when you know how to work in Android, and then you go to an iPhone, it's like, yo, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't do this. iPhone sucks. Also, the Android cameras, you know, are better. And yeah, I'm good. But... And I tell people, I got a phone to make phone calls and play music. I don't give a shit about the camera. As long as the camera works, I'm fine. But, like, so when people go from Android to iPhone, that's very restricting. Where I, my mother went from an iPhone to an Android, and she bricked it before we got home. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, to me, is the theme song of, of Android phones. <laughs> and only because, you know... Not to say that I think uh, Android people are smarter. Like, Android people aren't smarter, but we, we are more willing to tinker. You know what I'm saying? We're more willing to fuck with this and figure it out. And maybe, maybe possibly be, be willing to fuck it up to the point where yeah. it can't be fixed. <laughs> Whereas Apple people just, they just want, they want everything to work and they don't want to have to fuck around with this. Right, because it's in between console gamers and PC games. Exactly. Yeah. So and, console and gamers say, like, want everything to just work and I don't want to have to download updates. And yeah, I don't worry about that shit. I'll for me and then let me play right. So and, PC gamers. And, and it's so funny because like I said, I had this conversation and like you know the Android dude was like, oh iPhone, like, look, I don't need my phone to do all that shit. Like my phone is to make phone calls, to receive text messages, and to take a few pictures when like you know. I'm in the area and want to take pictures. Like, I don't need a mini computer. Yeah. Why playing song in the background? Oh, I, I just want people to get a real sense of what Android is about. <laughs> but, but no, like, I, don't, I don't need all the power that Android... So, like, I don't knock... It, it, it's always funny to me, because, like, Android users knock iPhone. Like, oh, you and your fucking iPhone. It's like, it's just a phone. Like, no, you, you know what it is. Well, I, Android users are... Okay, you know, this is going to sound wild. Cause I, cause you I'm just, I'm just you coming know up with this right now. Oh, shit, Listen, this is what happened when you smoke. Science versus religion. Android versus Apple is the same thing. You know why? I, I, I listened to a podcast or something the other day that talked about. It was, I think it was Hidden Brain. It talked about compulsions and brands that 
we find ourselves attached to Coca-Cola, whatever the fuck it is. Oh, Coke is better than Pepsi. You know these motherfuckers, they're, they're all over the place. Well, Apple has transcended a lot of that to degree to, to the degree where it functions more like a religion almost than a business when it comes to the people that follow it. And that's because they built an, a full environment for you to more or less yeah. function in. Like you you can have all their devices and, you and they're all synced up and yeah. 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 So it keeps it, it's a playground for you in that sense. So there's a lot of loyalty there. Plus, I mean for some people First smartphone, like first real smartphone that all of us even knew about. So, them your first like smartphone a, with the iPhone? No, not mine. Really, mine wasn't either. Like, I had like an S, whatever. Like. Yeah. So I wasn't on iPhone when it dropped. If you were iPhone when it dropped, you're gonna be like, yo, this is my baby. Like, yeah. I feel apart. Like this is this is for me. You know what I'm saying? See, so I, I, I think Apple has been has that uh, home court advantage, first of the game. Well, no. See, I think what Apple did is. They, they realize, again, it goes back to the Facebook thing, like, it goes back to the iPod. And they realize, like, you know, digital music wasn't going anywhere. And so first they, yeah, I don't know if it was like they did the iStore or the iPod, but like, you get the iPod, and because at that point in time, you had like Zoom, yeah, there's a bunch of other shit that was like just the wild, wild west. And, you know, what Apple did was like, all right, look, you just download iTunes. And put all your shit in, in there, and just download it onto the iPod, and and, and that's what kicked it off. Because the iPhone is really just the iPod that makes phone calls. Yeah, that's all it was. That's all it was. That's, that's only what only thing I viewed it as. I was like, yo, this iPod can do phone stuff too. Yeah, and it was like, <laughs> all right. And, and but like, what what Apple did genius is that like they didn't market it as anything but being cool. Because if you remember the first iPhone commercials, was like you know the, the white headphone cord and dancing and shit, like. Dude, dude, dude. Like, what the fuck is this weird ass shit? And it's like, it's cool. I have my Apple device. Yeah. And then once you got one, it's like, hey, you got an iPod and you got an iTunes. Why not get a, you know, get a Mac? Macs are shit. Like, I remember, like, in school, like, we had the, the PC lab and the Mac lab. You never want to go to the Mac lab. Like, <laughs> shit was just weird. Like, you had the weird buttons, the mouse was stupid, and the computers looked weird. Like, fuck this shit. But then once you, once they got you with the iPod and then the iTunes, like, hey, well, get a Mac. No, all right. Well, now you got an iPhone. Well, shit, you got an iPhone. You might as well still get a Mac. No, might as well get an iPad. Yeah, might as well get the whole Apple. They just kept dip because the the Macs are like two thousand dollars. Right. It's like once you get like oh you got an iPhone, no, right, get a get a Mac. No, okay, cool. Once once you got once an you, iPad, well get a Mac. No, yeah. you got an i you got an iWatch. Well, fuck, why don't you have right. a Mac? And once, then at that point in time, it's like I, I got like three of these. Right. Things. Once you marry one, nigga, you in the family. Basically. So you might as well. <laughs> Because other thing, like, I have an iPhone, and everybody's like, oh, you have an iWatch? No, I don't, I don't need my, my watch talking to my phone. Like, you know what's funny to me? Motherfuckers always love to be like, oh, yeah, yeah I, got the, I got my iWatch. I don't need my phone near me. If I don't have my phone near me, then I don't want it near me. Like, like I, I guess because, like, in my line of, in our line of work, well, I, I guess you can't take your phone into your job. Uh, yeah, but lately. But, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. but like, where I where I work, my phone can be wherever I want it to be. So if my phone's not near me, that's just not by accident. Right. So like I don't need to have an iWatch to be able to access my Yo, phone. What I love about Apple Apple Watch is it brought it, like watches were dying. Like the only watches reason niggas would get watches at at, at, at that point was, was to like, look good. Yeah, to have the fancy. Well, shit, I got a fancy ass right. watch that ain't never tell the time. Like, right. Because it, it, it's a yeah. self it's a self yeah. one, it's, so you it's need to wear a, it all It's the a time. bracelet. Yeah, it's, it's a, bracelet. a bracelet. Like you don't, you're not. Nobody, nobody out there with dope ass watches got the right time. 
They not looking at their watch for the time. They, nope. they got phones in their pockets. I love to ask somebody, like, what time is it? And they have the watch and when they literally just grab their phone. Like, yeah. I, I, I was asking yeah. you had a watch. Nobody has like, checked the time on a watch in at least two decades. You understand? Like, you know, one of my, my favorite things is, like, I have the digital clock, or not the, the analog clock, in my car. Mm -hmm. And it's not set right. Because, like, it's an hour off. Like, it was, I set it right, but I don't I don't adjust it at the same time. Because I never look at it. But every so often somebody will get my car, it's like, oh, you have a you have an analog clock. That's so cool. It's not right. No one looks at that shit. I forgot it's there. You, you like know, it's background to the car. Like, you know what an Apple Watch is? An Apple Watch is just in case you misplace your phone, you also have this now. And this is kind of like your phone. So so you don't feel completely unsafe. Like you don't feel like your parent is completely gone. You feel like at least grandma's there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got something to keep you safe. You're like, I can find my phone with this anytime I want. Like, I, I, I want to continue this. I just don't know how we went from social media to Apple. Like, I, don't, I, I, I missed that connection. <sighs> because Apple is the Illuminati and social media comes directly from the Illuminati. They created, created that. That's our matrix. Yeah. But no, the Illuminati like, created social media for us to. <laughs> oh, okay, out. I know. We went from like MySpace, but not like Apple. Again, like yo, man, my Black Planet page is still the shit. God damn it! They, hey. Your Black Planet page still up? I don't know. I haven't checked. Oh, because I went to Facebook. I think at some I went point to it maybe like five years ago, and it was still up. And I thought that was kind of wild. Yeah. I don't even know what. To, I don't even know how to find it now. Like, I think like, I don't know how to, how when Black Planet was huge, I had one black friend, and he was like five years older than me. He is. He was to me now what I'd be to like you know a twenty-six year old. It's like, hey, do you have TikTok? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so like you know, I couldn't really ask him about that shit because he wasn't on it. Like you know, because it was so new. And like and then like you know, so like my face was kind of blowing up with you know Caucasians and the high school kids. So like I had one of those, and it was like all right, like and. So yeah, I never got into Black Planet. And then like once I got one, it was already like towards the end and everybody had moved on to like whatever else took over. Yeah. Like black the black internet space like moves like fucking gangsters. Like they 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 get to something and they love it and then they just move on without telling anybody else. So when you come to it later, it's like, hey, I'm on Black Planet, where everybody at? Where'd you guys go? Shut the fuck up. Alright, I wanna join you guys. Nah, you ain't a part. Like, yo, Somebody said this on Facebook about like normalizing not being able to play spades. Black people are so fucking judgmental and quick to kick your ass out for shit that ain't even supposed to really. You said this to, uh, in our post about like uh, in our group chat, me, you, and Chris about like not knowing that Raekwon was the Wu Tang Clan. Right. And like my first thought was my first thought was like, why don't you know that? But then later I'm like, why would he know that? Like, <laughs> why is Wu Tang? Internationally known for black people that you have to know the men. There's nine motherfuckers in that group. Yeah. That's naming the starting lineup to your favorite baseball team. Yeah. Like you could name the starting five to your favorite basketball team, the Pistons, and I don't blame you because no one names the entire starting five. So to know every member of the Wu Tang Clan, and I was actually because they have a Showtime documentary. I'm like, yo, Wu Tang blew up off of one album. Like they had the uh, end of the 36 Chambers. And then they literally just became pop culture before their second album dropped. Because I remember when their second album, Wu Tang, I think it was Wu Tang Forever, dropped, it was a big thing. It was like, yo, this is really like their second group album. Maybe they're, you know, the fourth or fifth in the, in the, the family, because, you know, they all had their solo shit. It's like, how are they this big? Like, how, like Wu Tang, like, you know, like, you know, Old Dirty was like, Wu Tang, like, it, it's a verb, it's a thing. It's like, Where's, where, where are they from? Uh, I want to say Staten Island. Definitely New York, though. I don't know if they're all from 
that, but like I think enough of the core members. So, so if I think directly about my Wu Tang access, I never knew about Wu Tang itself as a group. So recall, when the city, with the with the school in the city, and then I moved out to the suburbs, and then it's high school in the suburbs or whatever. So maybe that was when Wu-Tang was popping and I didn't have access to, to hear about it except for my family. My family wasn't directly on it at the time, at least not in the way that I knew. I remember hearing them listen to other albums. I think I brought this up on my cousin's podcast the other day. I didn't have access to Wu-Tang, but I do remember having access to Bone Thugs and Harmony. And also through another cousin of mine, that's how I experienced a lot of hip hop. Like I had, uh, the only Tupac album I had was Machiavelli, mm. but I had it because of that, because yeah. <laughs> he liked well, it, see, I got into it. Here's the hilarious thing about like hip hop to me, in the terms of like what we all need and should know as a black person. Yo, hip hop has been regional for the first 20 years. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know of Detroit rappers till Eminem. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, like you know, I didn't know of Cleveland rappers till Bone Thugs and Harmony. Like, you know, like the South, you knew about them, you know, in the mid '90s, but like, I mean, I was born in '83. I literally went 10 years without knowing that motherfuckers in the South rap, right. because it was, it, it, did, it was very regional. Like, yeah. it was all based on like, the, like that's back when radio DJs controlled everything. So it's like, for for me to be like, oh, you should know who Wu Tang is. Like, I grew up in Jersey. Like, Wu Tang was on the radio all the fucking time. Like, so like that. that yeah. So it's like, so when you said like, but like, you know, I don't remember a single Wu Tang song. Yeah, I definitely heard Meth, maybe Red Man. You probably heard a little bit. You probably heard uh, ODB, of course, in, in in on some songs or whatever. You probably heard Cream on the radio. Cream. Yeah. Cash was everything. Yeah. Probably, but but you didn't know what Wu Tang. Yeah. Yeah. Like I probably heard it and it it, it wasn't on the top eight of eight or whatever the fuck. Yeah. It was. But even still, like we're still talking about songs in like the late nineties. I mean, like Cream was mid nineties. That was like their first album but like Method Man stuff was 95 and later Old yeah. Dirty was like later like so they, yeah so I knew them yeah. but I didn't know them even for Wu-Tang until maybe near and into 2000 but that's, that's the thing like a, a lot of people when it comes to hip hop expect you to like go back and listen to old shit now and it's if, like if, if, if you end up be, becoming a fan of hip hop that that's definitely what happens I don't consider myself a fan of hip hop my fandom of hip hop I don't think really started like real deal because I didn't like Jay Z for a long fucking time. I I became a, Drake, a fan of Kanye almost immediately. What'd you listen to in high school? <sighs> high school was when I left the city, so I there I was just slowly diversifying, and I was having to hear a lot more pop music. That was when pop music started becoming real to me. Before high school, pop, pop I didn't know what pop music was. And then I started to hear it because it was, I was Perhaps, That's it. funny. I, 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 I moved to the suburbs in, in in fifth grade. I literally moved to like, in terms of like being exposed, the best time, but in terms of like losing my hip hop roots to work, I literally moved to the suburbs right around the time Nevermind from Nirvana came out. And I went from being like an all black school to like an all white school. And these motherfuckers love Nirvana. I'm like, yeah. What so is this Nirvana shit? Nirvana didn't even hit my plate. And then, like, once I heard, like, I mean, and I, I, heard the, I heard the pop shit, the Backstreet Boys, yeah. NSYNC, well, but it never, Nirvana no, I never still heard like any that. rock from high school. Nirvana is still older than that. That was like middle elementary school. Yeah. But, damn, I was going so over that. Um, damn, where the fuck was I going? I don't know. That's uh, <laughs> shit we grew up with, <laughs> high school, you're not hearing. So I think I was talking about, uh, 
Well, no, because I know because the music that I experienced, I didn't experience pop until I got to high school. Oh, okay, that's what I was gonna go. But it's funny because when I moved to the suburbs, it was like also when uh, I want to say like I think the Chronic had dropped. I think we were two years moved from two years away from uh, Doggy Style coming out, and I remember. Cause I, cause I had one talk about culture corporation, but I'm not gonna do that. But I just remember like the white people in my school love Snoop Dogg. Like it is nothing pop about Doggy Style. Right. Like even the pop song, like you know What's My Name and um, his other big thing, I can't remember the name of right now. I always forget the second. I always forget the name of that damn song. But like them shits were poppy, but they weren't like made to be poppy. They, they were just they would just sing songy. Well, it, it, was, it was it was it was the peak of like Dre's. Whatever he was doing, they were like just, the they were like the just the radio version of a hip hop song. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it was it like you know Snoop was just so unique in his flow and his sound that white people just loved it. It became a pop hit. I just remember my fucking Gin and Juice. Yeah, I oh, okay. I remember who was just I talking. I love that fucking song. Huh? Yeah. But I, I just remember like my, my white classmates just talking about that shit all the time. And like so that's when I moved. To, I moved to suburbs around that time. Yeah. And then like when I was in high school is when I kind of found JV because it's funny because somebody put on. Um, Facebook, like, what was the better album of 1998? And it was like, uh, DMX, JV, um, Big Pond, and some motherfucker I had never heard of. <laughs> what, Big L? Was no, it? it was, hold on, I gotta, I, I gotta see if I want to comment on it. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I can't even be part of those conversations. Yeah, okay, so it was Hard Knock Life by, uh, Hard Knock Life, Capital Punishment, uh, Flush My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, and then somebody called Fiend, and there's one in every family. I've never heard that motherfucker at all. But like when I was in like high school, we listened to uh, Hard Knock Life all the time. Like that was really the soundtrack to our football season. So like that's kind of where like I my love of JV starts, and that's why I listen to him like you know the goat in my eyes. Yeah. Just cause. Yeah. When did I like the only Jay Z album I ever purchased was Dynasty, which I've also heard is the worst Jay Z album. I think he even had that as yeah. the first album. So I've heard that said, and that's the one that I love because that's the one that I started with. I listened <laughs> to Jay Z before that. See, so yeah, for me, it started with Hard Knock Life, and then like I didn't like Volume Three, and then I think the next one after that, or the next one from him, I feel like is Blueprint, but I'm like skipping two because I think Dynasty was in between there, and I think there was another one in between. What What got you into hip hop? Oh, my brother. My brother's a rapper. Okay. I would, I would wonder, maybe it was, he's a Gen X, for sure. 1976, Gen X? Yeah, Gen X for sure. I didn't have a strong Gen X connection in my life, like somebody to connect me to, I think the 80s hip hop or whatever. So I gravitated towards just what I heard on the radio and I think R&B was big mm. during the 90s, like bigger than hip hop overall. So, and then of course the, the, the rappers who rapped over like, R&B style yeah. songs or whatever, like you know, Big had a dope song out there. My favorite song by Big was "One More Chance." Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's an R&B fucking song. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, you get enough of those, you like hip hop, but you like it in the vein of R&B. That's, yeah. That's that's why I'm a Drake fan because I like hip hop in the vein of R&B. Yeah. I don't like pure hip hop. See. But when you take hip hop and put it on top of R&B, I love that shit. That's that's what what kind of hip hop speaks to me because. R&B was the, the yeah like my brother I, I want to say he was a big Daddy Kane fan I can't remember because I I, I, I I remember him posting something about like him and his friends having a debate between Big Daddy Kane and Rakim and like I don't know any of their albums right. 
I know there's songs if I hear it, but I couldn't I couldn't tell you, you know, wait, a, a B track. Wait, 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 holy shit. Who is Raekwon? Raekwon is in the Wu Tang Clan. Who is Rakim? Rakim is like one of the old school rappers from like the mid '80s. Like he's one of the guys. Okay, I made a rap. mistake. I made a mistake. So you know how we had this conversation. I thought I didn't know who Raekwon was in the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, yeah. I still don't know. I still don't know who Raekwon is, <laughs> but I know who Rakim is. Right. I thought we Ra were talking about Rakim, Rakim oh. being in Wu Tang. <laughs> all right, I that just makes realized more, that. That makes so way more Rakim sense. Rakim is not at all. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when we had this conversation. It was only just some random text you sent me and, and, and Chris was like, okay. "Yo, why did you guys okay. tell me Raekwon was in the Wu Tang yeah. Clan?" Like, I I heard somewhere that Raekwon was in Wu Tang Clan, yes. and I thought I knew who Raekwon was, but I was thinking of Rakim. I don't know who Rakim is because that's hip hop history. Right. I didn't know who Raekwon. Was. I don't. I still don't know. Right. I still don't know. So shout out to Rakim and Raekwon. <laughs> Rakim, who is not in Wu Tang Clan, right. which I just realized. But I thought for at least two weeks, for at least two weeks, Rakim was in Wu Tang Clan for me. Wait, hold on. When did you move to the suburbs? What, like, what grade? Uh, 2000. Let me see. I was 14. It, it was like so, entering the millennium, maybe like. So wait, you spent like 99. the first like 14 years in the city, and you didn't hit Cause I Detroit City. I mean, but Detroit. you still had Detroit hip hop though, right? Or, or did Detroit I, not? Because I, I don't know the Detroit. I, like, I'll say this: I wasn't connected to any. I wasn't like, I wasn't around the kind of people who listen to that type of music. See, it, it, this makes me really wonder about people who didn't grow up in like hip hop hotspots. You know, like Atlanta, New York, um, LA. LA, Houston. There's certain spots that like were cultural hotspots from like the 80s on. Yeah. And so when you grew up around that, like, cause, like growing up in New York, like. I had the music there, you know what I mean? So like, even if it wasn't just my brother, like my friends would listen to that shit and like, you know, it would all, we, I'd hear it from them. Cause like, cause I, 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 you know, I'm talking like 98 and all that other shit, you know, 92, 91, all that stuff. Yeah. Being a fan from my friends. But like, if you, if Detroit wasn't a big hub, cause I don't know any Detroit rappers before Eminem. The first rapper I was aware of was Royce 59. But he's still connected to Eminem though. Yes, but not at the time. When he first came out, Eminem, I don't even know if he was in even in artistry. Oh, okay. Whatever. So he was like the first one that I knew was from Detroit. Before, I'm, I'm sure there were other ones before that, but that was the earliest one. I wonder what Detroit hip hop stations were playing in like 1995. R&B. <laughs> R&B. Really? Like most of our stations were R&B hip hop stations. There was no pure hip hop station. I mean, there are no pure hip hop stations. Okay. They, all, so, they all play hip hop. So that being said, top eight to eight, you was listening to Mary J. Blige, you know what I'm saying? SWV, like it was it was all the R&B chicks was, was running that shit. Um, and, and maybe those some dudes. Um, R. Kelly, of course. Um, but as far as hip hop, most of the hip hop that I got was from my cousin who was into hip hop. That's where I listened to uh, one of Snoop Dogg's albums. That's where I listened to one of Big's albums. That's where I listened to one of Top Tupac's albums. Aside from that, I didn't have access See, to it. It's funny because I I remember one getting in trouble for singing uh, Apache "Put in Your Mouth." Mm. Yeah, no, no, no kids should ever hear that song. No, no. Like I at the like. At the like once I knew what the fuck he was like as soon as I learned what he was talking about, I'm like, yo, no one should ever hear this song under the age of like whatever I was at that time. But like the older I get, it's like, yeah, until you get 18, you should never hear that fucking song. Yeah. 
And like I'm getting detention for that shit. I don't even know why I'm getting detention, because you know, you just walk around, put it in your mouth, go to the go to the principal's office. Yeah, they, they know exactly. <laughs> yeah, they know what you're talking about. <laughs> you, know, and, you don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and I remember my, my my oldest memories is like I used to go like I was in like the YMCA and I was, we used to get picked up at a church and it was like two buses and it was like the the mature counselor and like the cool counselor and each counselor had their own bus and the cool counselor would play Luke and two loud crew and we all wanted to be on that bus right. to hear like Doodoo Brown. That was another shit. Even at that age, I know I shouldn't have listened to that shit. Right. Like I don't know what I I I, I, don't I, I think I think everybody that heard Luke throughout their entire life was like, like I'm not supposed I'm to be here. Yeah, like even like you could be 40 years old like, listening to Luke. I'm 37 like, Yo, I ain't and still like this. here's my pop that coochie baby. Yeah, like that's damn, that's like, extra. That's a lot. That's <laughs> all right, <laughs> pop the coochie. I guess he told you to pop the coochie. You go and pop. The I mean, but you gotta say it like eight times. Like yeah. I'm sure she heard it the first two times. Like, but like. Yeah. But no, I, I put that on like I put that on somebody's like page like, man, I remember as a kid like listening to that shit and going, Yeah, no, this ain't for me. I'ma keep listening because this shit is cool, but right. I like thing, like I knew at the age of in like six, seven, my mother should not know I'm listening to Luke. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't know what he was talking about, but I knew my mother wasn't gonna like it. <laughs> so but uh, that's kinda like what I but even still like that's Miami, so it's like did that not make it to Detroit? Like, do you not have friends who listen to that? Like I remember hearing stuff about Luke, and I remember when he had a TV show. Yeah, oh, later. That, that, I mean, that's about when I was conscious of what it was. I didn't know who Luke was. I just probably had heard his. Well, yeah, I didn't know who he was either. Like, I remember, I like, you remember the box? Yeah, I remember the box. Yeah, a lot of the, you know, that was like the early yeah video. That was what I watched. So that was most of my exposure to music. But even that, that was, was like mainstream. Yeah, that was whatever was top mainstream. Top ten was always like in sync. Yeah. Back to so I had no no. That is where I saw that fucking Spice Girls wannabe song over and fucking over and over and over. And I only watched it because I don't know if you remember the video. And when people hear this, I'm gonna be like a pervert. And it was be hard the entire fucking time. <laughs> Who was this? Spice Girls. Oh, so this was a Spice Girls. Yeah, this was I Spice Girls. Spice Girls wannabe. No, that's the name of the song. Oh, the name of the song is wannabe. Yeah, so that's their like big hit. Is wannabe. No, no, no. Okay, I see. <laughs> I thought it was like this fucking bullshit ass pop band called uh, Dead in the King, whatever you want. Yeah, to call. no, no, no. The I name, don't know who the new Spice, Spice Girls. Spice Girls' big single was wannabe, but I remember when the video starts, they just show up and it's like just nipples across the board. And I remember being like 13, going, "This is the greatest this shit ever." An awesome video. And then if you actually <laughs> hear the song, the song is just catchy as shit. It's like the definition of an earworm. Like, my lover. It's already in your fucking head. Like, yeah, yeah. I know that song. Like, it's just a definition. So, like, when you're like, I'm watching that, and that shit was on the box every hour on repeat. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck was ordering it, but it was probably some, like, horny 13-year-old boy who just wanted to see nipples and shit. The box is such a throwback. Such a throwback. Like, like Black like Planet was a big throwback, but, but the, the box, box is such a fucking Just the throwback. idea, like, all right, I'm going to call in pay $3.99 to play this video yeah. and then wait until you play that shit and hope it gets played. Yeah. Because again, if like you call in at five for like, you know, Biggie and I call in at 5.10 for Biggie, they're gonna play that shit one time at like 5.11 and get both our money. And we both gonna be happy. Shit. That was, that was like the first iteration of, I mean, what? Uh, pay programming, like you choose what you wanna see. That was, hit your song. You that, gonna wait and listen for your song. I feel like that was like the the um, them figuring out how to take those like one nine hundred sex lines. Like, all right, how do we make this shit something that we can just air during the day and it's not sleepy? Yeah. How about we make kids pay for music videos? 
Yep. You're on to something. Right. You got it. That and shit then, worked for a while, man. Yeah. It worked until, like, you know, MTV to start TRL. Because I, I remember the box up until TRL just kind of blew up. Which is hot to me, because, like, how how did they not have, like, you know, top 10 video shows before that? Like, because they had top 10 music. You know, Casey Kasem used to do whatever the fuck he did. I mean, I feel like radio stations have been doing it for a while, just yeah. finally TV caught TV up. TV just caught like, up. Yeah, we should like, do yeah, too. Because yeah. that shit works on radio. Like, oh, it works. Like, when What's I said it? top eight today, like that's something ingrained in my brain, well, so, directed from the. Show. So here's the thing, like the reason why I like to start driving Uber at six o'clock on Saturdays is two reasons. One, it's very profitable. It's like a good hour to start and then be home early. Which, by the way, you have got me here till eight thirty. So fuck you, by the I way. Apologize. Also, two is that there's a uh, a top countdown from like the year two thousands, and they just play like the top thirty songs from like a year from 2000, 2010. And like I tend to know all those songs, so it's like you know what I can get, I can catch this top, I can catch this top ten or top whatever. So yeah, countdowns work, but it's like the idea that like it took them so long to get a video countdown that like blew up like TRL yeah. and, and, and then one hundred six in Park, one hundred six in Park were basically in parallel. You had one for Pop. One well, for again, TRL one hundred six in Park was TRL where Arsenio Hall was for Jay Leno. It was literally just the shit that black people watch. Right. Like, oh, you watch TRL? I watch one hundred six in Park. Exactly. Oh, okay. yeah. That and that yeah. More so that was me. I watched a little bit of both. Mostly 106 and Park, but I would catch TRL because it was always on in the house. See, there was kids in the house. Yeah, no, nah, I used to always watch uh, I never really got into like I never really watched a lot of BET. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like well, BET was interesting, I felt like at that point. Like right before 106 and Park, I think BET was interesting because they only had like maybe five different shows. But all those shows catered to the same audience. And that was like teenagers or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we all, like teenagers, we all watched that shit. We watched Hits and You ever hear, remember Hits in the Streets? Mm-hmm. He was like one of the. Okay, so Hits in the Streets. <laughs> Hits in the Streets was a dude. He was like Borat, but like a black dude in the hood. Really? Yeah. So he was just a dude. He Okay. Hits, hits in the Streets. Audition for this job by going up to a person on the street and saying, "Hey, I got a present for a friend of mine. Uh, can you try it on for me?" And then he just pulls out a condom. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he auditioned for the job. So everything after that was just that shit. Like oh. it was just such a funny. It was a show. And then of yeah. course between that, you play music videos. That's how all those channels do BET and TV. Which, everyone by the way, I didn't realize that was the, the premise of uh, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Like, I, I literally thought there was, like, a show to it. Because I, I remember when I used to try and watch me with a butthead. I don't even know how it blew up. But I, remember, I used to always try and watch it. I always just come, and it always be playing some hard rock video. And I'm like, what the fuck is the show? And then you get, like, a five-second clip. Remember Beavis and Butthead never played hip-hop? I used to love the fucking dance. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, they'd just be shaking their ass. Yeah. That shit was always, like, half as funny as the fucking show. It was just like, oh, they'd be playing hip-hop. Mm, mm. And they'd be slapping their ass. <laughs> like, you know, that shit is, like, that can animation is so fucking racist, but so fucking awesome. Uh, but yeah, no, I didn't realize that was the premise of the show. It's like, you know, five minute, you know, cartoon, ten videos, five minute cartoon. Yeah. That's tough enough to get a fucking movie. I think I think them channels just decided like, okay, all these kids really want to watch it just more like music videos. So let's just give them something in between. Yeah, basically. And that's yeah, that's and, all that's T V that and B E T followed that. And, and, then, and then you get T R L. For I guess you got you M T V raps. That was kind of the first one. That would I think before that was before that. all that. And I, I, I didn't, I didn't see that at I, all. I I've never seen a single episode. I heard about that as like a history thing. In the yeah. <laughs> history I was like, oh, that was a thing. All right. Yeah. 
But yeah, no, nah, I, I remember but what you had on BET was Rap City. Oh yeah, that I remember like that. Was like a big BET thing. Yeah, that was the one that you know, I was most connected to. Yeah, it, 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 like it's, it's a time frame that kids do not understand. Like it's funny because like now, like a new video drop. Like remember when um the uh, Cardi B um oh that girl. no the, her her last big hit that kind of set the internet on fire. Up. Up. No, no, not the last. Oh, uh, I know you're talking about Wow. Wow. Yeah, like. I remember that shit. way too much Cardi B. <laughs> I actually like. I gave Cardi you the B. oldest song and the newest song. I actually like and Cardi the B. Hit. And it's really funny because like I didn't want to like Cardi B. I tried hard. I heard Bodak Yellow is like she's she's undeniable. Her what she, she does she, on, on songs. Is right, like when when like like and I can't grade lyricists, but like when she's on her game, she'll say some clever shit. To There's be always like, lines. She she's like yeah. she's like she's like a fucking. A uh, Spanish female Lil Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she gives you just enough to be a little intrigued. Yeah, but like, yeah. man, that's some catchy ass yeah. shit. Like, like, you're always gonna come back because you know the beat is gonna be dope. She's yeah. Gonna, she gonna drop she a gonna line. Say some, she gonna, gonna say, say a line or two. Cool. But like, all right, you're gonna right, cool. Like, it's vibish. Like, so it works. So she. But then also, like, with her is like, when you watch her, everything is like, everything about her is authentic. Like, the shit she rap about, like, the shit she be saying. Like, I, I can't picture her having a ghostwriter. That's the thing. Like, I can't picture somebody writing Cardi B shit. Like, I, I, and if they are, like, she's in a room with them. I would say I would say Cardi B has a writer the same way Kevin Hart probably has a writer. Right. Like, she 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 focuses on the main shit, and then somebody said, oh, you up. should probably switch these two words because yeah. this word work better. Well, that, yeah, this yeah. rhymes with that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, 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 I can see When I say ghostwriter, I just mean, like, somebody handed her some shit. To, like, yeah. No, like, nobody's I, I, writing all of her shit. Yeah, right? like, she's... she's like if, if they're the team, she's in the room with the team, spitting ideas. And yeah. it, it's the same way, like, you know, all the late night dudes. They have a team of writers. They all just spit ideas together. And, like, you know, once once you get long. to a certain level, you kind of, you kind of start taking steroids. <laughs> Unless you, apparently, but, JV, who just, like, you know, steps in the booth and just records his own shit. All right. Damn, so, we this is a two hour uh, show, by the so way. So, should I still be on social media or not? That's, that, I think that's what we really need to really figure out. Um, when we, when we here's my problem with you and social, giving up social media is that you don't focus that energy anywhere else. Yeah, that's so, my that's, problem. Yeah. I don't know what else to do with all of that. Which is hilarious because, like, I know you to be creative enough, like, write a book. <laughs> See? That aside, it lets me know you know how much work it is to write a book. But if you just took all the energy you have on social media and just put that shit into writing a book, you'd have a book by now. You can make some music. But no, that, that's not, you can't do that by yourself. I mean, I should write lyrics by yourself. But. The, the main thing is I'm so used to social media. Like, this is what fucks me up about social media. I have a, I, I'll think of a thing, at least right now, while I'm sort of weaning myself off. I have a thing. And then my automatic thing is like, yo, I have to share this somewhere. I have to put this somewhere. So the more people other than me see what I just thought of, if I don't get it out, then it's just going to just die in my fucking head. <laughs> Whatever it is. See, I would tell you, don't worry about it. But again, you, you, you jump head first. I said this to you, go zero to 100 real quick. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Hey, that's how you win the race, ain't it? Yeah. Ain't that how you win the race? I thought that's how you get burned out. <laughs> it's like burned out by social media? Nigga, you burned out right now. I thought we were having this conversation because well, you burned out by social media. That's because I'm half convinced that what I'm doing is not If somebody would say, no, you're doing the exact right thing, I'd be like, oh, well, let me get my own social media. So because I'm convinced that me putting that much effort and time and energy into something that 
most people feel like doesn't really matter. And it only matters if it matters. In my life, it hasn't proven to matter. In my life, it's See, me putting energy into something that doesn't. Again, I, I can't tell you whether you should life. or shouldn't. What I'm saying is like, unless you're gonna put that energy somewhere else, then keep social media. Until you figure out what to do with that energy, like, cause you ain't gonna be bugging me all the fucking time. Like, this is why we have the podcast. <laughs> this motherfucker sent me a text randomly. He sent me like three texts in a row. It's like, oh shit, here it's, we go. It's always fun to send edit text, especially I've been, I've been smoking a little bit. Cause I'm just like, yo, she don't know that I'm hot since I send this. <laughs> like, is there enough high in this text right now for him to I, just... I, I, usually, I usually know by the rate of the text. Not too much. I, I, I hear text, like, like, yeah. like uh, what is it, uh... Hey, what are you guys doing? You want to hang out? Like, oh shit! Well, you don't curse me out. So like, so like, you will send a text wanting immediate response, and then when you don't get it because you high, it's like, well, fuck yeah, nobody understand me. I'm just gonna go do my own thing. You know, like you go, you you send a text like, hey guys, wanna talk? Well, fuck you, I fucked your bitch anyway. Like you just hit me, you just hit, hit me with a hit him up. It's like not, you're it's not that about to drop. I'm not that aggressive. I, I don't. You used to be. You you no. You toned down. Yeah, in the past, I would feel attacked pretty quickly. What are some? You you there are some times where like you will send a text, and before I even see the response, you'd be like, nobody understands me anyway. Like, yeah. You know, no one got. No, who else saw it? Like. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's hard to explain. That's that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, the but, question but, is, but you did that to me though. Like you literally hit me with like a text, a text, a text. It's like, fuck. And then I'm working out. And I literally just like, cause I'm using my phone as a timer, and I'm like, boop, boop. And like, this little, little, little banner just pops down. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? You know what I can yeah, see? That's, that's, that's how millennials function. Millennials will send you a text, and if they don't get an immediate response, they know this is not an engaged conversation. But I still have more to say. <laughs> so if you're not gonna respond immediately, I'll just say the other things I have to say also. And then you'll get that when you get that. So this text has turned into an email. You know what I'm saying? It's a de facto email within text message. I'll send you these. You'll get them when you receive them and then you will respond in kind. All right, so, so here, here is an example of a Remy High text chain. Um, I'm not gonna start at the very beginning because the very beginning just like dives into some previous shit. Well, no, because you were out, it was about like the uh, community reference. But, you know, I'm making a cartoon at 7.51. Not mine, helping a friend with a cartoon, losing waste on him. 7.52. See, I just gave you all the information. I'm currently winning on social media if it's for a good cause. 7.54. Did you listen to the last episode? 7.54. So in the span of three minutes, you done had like four conversations. I get back to my phone at eight o'clock because I'm working out. I'm like, all right, what the fuck do I respond to? Right. And again, like, as you see, there's really just a chunk of like machine gun text from you and shit. Like, talk, 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 bow, 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 bow. talk. Well, no, so yeah, like, <laughs> it's just like, it'd be like, pop, pop, yeah. pop, bow, 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 that's, pop, bow, that's you know what it reminds me of? It's that uh, scene in um, uh, Harlem Nights. Where it's like, you know, yeah. pop, pop, pop. I'm just waiting for Jeremy. Stop 
respond at one time, motherfucker. <laughs> you can respond eight times to everything I say, or you ain't gonna respond at all. I see. I love that fucking scene so much. Don't you shoot that motherfucker ever again. Don't shoot that motherfucker no more. And then when he just like quick just pop, pop, pop. He just looks at everybody, they all dead, and he looks at his own gun like, that's like the first like fourth wall break I can remember. Cause I felt like he looked at the camera afterwards like. It's a good ass fucking movie. I want a sequel to that. Well I heard I heard there was gonna be some kind of reboot. I heard there was talks, but that's a hard thing uh, to. You know what it is like. That's a hard one to do because it's not actually a good movie. No. By movie standards, it's no. entertaining it's just and got, we love it's it. It's just got great parts. Scenes. Yeah, exactly. Some scenes just work really well. And so well. Those scenes are mean. You shot my pinky toe. Yeah. Like it's one of them things where like the movie plays better in your head than it does. It's it's a movie that like if you showed it to I don't know if I've seen it. But if you showed it to her now, she probably wouldn't find it funny at all. Because it's not funny if you don't have the nostalgia to like back it up. But off topic again. Um all right. yeah. I think I will I say it's <laughs> literally like two hours and five minutes of thing. So I'll say this. I am gonna give up social media for this week. We'll see how it goes. Well, I guess I wouldn't hear this podcast then <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna post this podcast on Spotify. And uh, it's not gonna make it to Facebook. <laughs> so I'll see y'all in a week. <laughs> we'll see how I survive. Ain't all your fans on Facebook though? I don't know where nobody is. Uh, I don't know. This podcast don't have no fans. I'm the biggest fan. This is my favorite show in the world. I deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I and if you listen to this, you deserve it too. Hey, if you make it through this shit, I don't even know how long shit gonna be. Hey, you guys, tell me how these podcasts are, because I never listen to them. All right, folks. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>